I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty you, real. He is terrible! We gotta know how many waiters are going down these big stones. I'm gonna go quick, because I don't give a fuck about anything that's gonna happen on Saturday. Hello, boys! We're back! We did it again! I guess we did it, we're back. I guess we have a new champion to discuss. I guess he's champion, even though he didn't take the belt when he left the cage. And someone else retired, supposedly. Interesting yeah. card. We got a full house. We got the Brady Bunch crew back. We're enjoying doing these video shows. I guess we'll start with the Elder Statesman. I guess by uh, – I'm not even sure how – actually, I should rephrase that. I should just say that the guy who's been with the show the longest. There yeah. we go. I don't, <laughs> I don't, accurate. I don't think I'm the, the direction older. I thought you were going. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, old, you're older than me, I believe. Yeah, but I think a couple of years. How but, old are you? That's on the need to know basis. Two oh, it doesn't, it doesn't start with a four, does it? No. No. <laughs> oh, then Wesley's the elder. Yeah, 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 Come, on. Come on now. Yeah. We all know this. Yeah, we yeah. Know this. But yeah. I, so yeah. you're you're doing okay. Yeah. You didn't join us really? for our little live conversation on Saturday, but that's okay. Your dad yeah, did, that was you. cool. Yes, my dad joined and I did not. Barry, <laughs> Barry was ahead of us on the feed time, which is pretty interesting, but that's fine. That's were story. you guys all stream? Were you guys all streaming? And then he was using and his old man ears couldn't hear, so we kept hearing all the decisions before they came. <laughs> and, then, and then he would he would like yeah, mute it, maybe like. He go, y'all pay attention right now, and then dude, somebody's dead. I'm like, oh, <laughs> just fucking leading everybody. Yeah, that's the worst. Well, fight. He was like, ooh. And so, then Jay, you see like, that takedown hey, at 20 seconds? Like, I don't have any time left. That's so. Well, I've been using uh, like streaming TV for like three years now, or something like that. So he always knows what like on live sports to always wait about a minute or so before he texts me on like, <laughs> touchdowns or like fights or whatever it is. So he's just so used to it now from, with me from texting. <laughs> So you get the respect, and we don't yeah. get any any sort of consideration. I see how it that is. is. That is correct. Yeah, we'll it's usually the opposite, though. He likes us more than he likes you. I mean, also, even though on the on the stream he was telling us how much that Corey is such a better son than you, and <laughs> like, he loves him so much more than he ever could you. Well, I'm, I'm also favored over both of them. So. <laughs> yeah, j- just the this the trip from Nashville to Cincinnati was such a bonding experience. That it, it was Jay overtook both of y'all. I'm in, I'm in the will. Are you guys Are you guys going to Vegas in October this year? Is anyone going to Vegas in October this year? <laughs> I'm going. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know they, what you're saying. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pass this year. I don't think I'm going to pass this year. They, Vegas is going. Uh, they're saying now it should be open by Memorial Day. Until <laughs> they fuck it up. Lance is going to be tenting like where they put the homeless people in those fucking squares on the pavement. I'm in. I'm going. Lance is like, are they are they going to have a table in the parking lot where I can roll hard eights? I'm fucking there. Yeah. So they they actually already released the uh, from the Nevada Athletic Board or uh, Gaming Board like all the rules. So it's like three people at a blackjack table, like four at roulette. Yeah. Five at poker and then craps tables are six. And I was like, 
That just means more craft tables will be open. Let's do it. <laughs> so many craft tables. They have all the tables they never open. Now they'll all be and open. And you don't have to squeeze in beside anybody. It's... That was great. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wear a mask and then I'll get like some kind of like device that can go under a mask and like drink my booze. And oh, they're going to have them anywhere. It's Vegas. Oh, it's going to be. Yeah. They're going to sell like $25 masks where you can somehow get a straw into it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in. I know you'd be in. Uh, I guess we'll move on to the the other American. He is one state away from, from Lance, the Sodsman. He's still going outside. He's getting allergies. He's, he's, he's immune to allergies at this point. He better no, be. No, I'm actually not. I'm, 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 I actually used to – I could walk through clouds of that shit when I was younger, but now it fucks me up bad. Um <laughs> Getting old sucks, man. Tough industry to be in. I don't think it's the allergies. I think it's the years and years of accumulation of uh, the marijuanas. <laughs> <laughs> that 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 could be it. You you figure that that toughen up my fucking my my nasal passage a little bit now. Um, yeah, let, how, can we talk about how Lance is more of a southerner than I am? That that's that's wild, right? Well, like you can't tell, you can't tell by the voice, but. In terms of geography, yes, I am more south. Yeah. But um, <laughs> in terms of not even close. Else, <laughs> yeah. You know, Rocket Top, Tennessee, we opened today, y'all. We got bars open, Broadway open, country stars. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, the bars on Broadway, a, a few of them opened today. Well, it's good to be you. I can't tell. Oh, I'm not going. Where they are. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with, you, with your with your immune system, I probably wouldn't leave the house for a solid year. I got I got my beach vacation in a month. I'm ready to roll. You're going to Gulf Shores again? I haven't been to Gulf Shores since college, so no. <laughs> sure. I go to Hilton Head. That's a different beach. Nice one. Snobby uh, beach. I've only been to Myrtle Beach in South Carolina, <laughs> never Hilton Head. Too far it's south. About, it's about five thousand times better, I would say. I'm different. Anyway, good so story. Should we talk about fights? Or? No, we didn't introduce the other two. We got Canada. No, we, don't forget oh, about them. They don't. That's right. No, they're not. No, we don't introduce them. They've already been reduced about half their value <laughs> since this virus started. You know. It's okay. We're building that wall. Keep oh, you're building the wall. Building wall. That shit. Yeah, How are you guys build, paying for we're it? We're building the wall and Trump's paying for it. America's paying for it, baby. Yeah. We tricked him into thinking it was his idea. Yeah. He's going to build that wall. <laughs> you might That's be better fair. off. Oh, we told him definitely better off. It's a good negotiating tactic. Down there. That's a good negotiating tactic with that dude. <laughs> so, yeah, that's good. They're here. They're alive. Uh, we, had, we had a pretty good fight card. I don't know how to grade it. It was like at least like a – it was at least like an 8 out of 10, I think. It was hit or miss. Yeah, it was, up and down, was hit or miss. Yeah. Pay-per-view was there, good. Yeah. There was there was some miss. Uh, we had that real great fight early, and then there was a women's fight, which just yep. killed the mood. Oh, it was yeah. it was far worse than the previous fight was great. And then oh. Olenek and Verdun, yeah. which we'll get into. That was okay. Yeah, that was oh, it was Sloppy not fun. okay. I was entertained. Sloppy gassy fun. It was, I, the I outcome was up in the air until the end, and it was. I thought it was, it was okay. Yeah, I, I missed Fatty on it, so Fatty's. Yeah. That but, uh, was so bad. Me and Brad were over there, like, yes, so yeah, it was good. <laughs> Slop it up, boys. Yeah, that women's that women's fight was so bad that after the fight, Asparza thanked um, Waterson for social distancing and wasn't joking. Just trying to get paid. <laughs> if you think about it, they're pretty smart. They didn't get fucking punched much, and they got paid a, 
a decent amount of money, and they just yeah, 10K. Uh, they didn't. 10K. 10K is 10K they didn't have yesterday. 10 G's before you pay your camp and everything didn't else. Didn't need to fight, just fucked up a card for the rest of us. Oh, that was boring. Mm-hmm. You know who doesn't need to pay a camp? We're going to talk about him later. <laughs> he has been training his entire life for this moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm going down to corner him for free. Whew. We'll get to him later. Uh, but the first fight of the night and the first fight in the UFC, and I guess since the Brazil uh, no crowd card in, in March, the first guy to come out to – the first fighter to come out, I believe, was Sam Alvey of all people. Good Lord. Help yes. We he went was waiting at the card, at the he crowd. Was, he was, we went he was from two Bronx submission to seeing Sam Alvey come out. That's that's the world we live in. And uh, I felt just as excited. <laughs> like third fight's happening. And then Ryan's band came out, uh, looked good early, then got tired. We don't know if it was COVID tired. It could be COVID tired, but he got a decision split. We don't know. <laughs> that was an easy winner, Jay. Easy 10 yeah. unit, fucking scud missile, coronavirus special. Yeah. Antibody anti-body shot. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was an easy one. Yeah. So Ryan Span is. Not good at fighting. He's not. He's, just, he's got he's some. Not, he's not as good as I as as I thought. Great body, great body for MMA, but he's just... Czech Congo. You want him to be good because he looks like what he should be good. What the fuck was he doing in there? I feel like he could have outstruck Elvi. Yeah, I have no good. idea. Why are you he's wrestling? He could have spent fifteen minutes jabbing him and kicking him, and Elvi yeah. wouldn't even have been close to him. Would have been further and, away and, than Watterson. Instead, he waited in with dumb looping shots and got tagged with that oh, right hand yeah. over and over and over and, and fucking then, over. And, and couldn't then got wrestle. in trouble late, yeah. And couldn't take Albie down for shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's not yeah. very good. He He's not what – I mean, I, I think I remember some on the show saying last week he was perennial top ten, like, after this weekend. <laughs> I, I'm not Both. seeing that anymore. <laughs> Someone with the name Smiling Sam just wrote robbery in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> well, Solid I know it's not him because he is Smile and Sam. Yeah. yeah. Smiling. Dead he's, giveaway. I'm on to you, Smiling Sam. Is that the trolls <laughs> couldn't get us. Yep, couldn't do it. Our, our, our boy uh, Derek Sparks is in. He's uh, He's been a fan of the show for a while. So what's up, Derek? Complimenting me and my uh, top. Top, Beautiful. top, uh, probably top, man. Probably Jay, top I told five. you I was bringing the hair this today. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know who's rocking that. <laughs> that more, layo- I'm more forehead. Nice. I don't know who's, I don't know who's rocking that layover bang better right now, uh, Brad or Jay. I mean, they're both just flowing. <laughs> it's getting it's, 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 it's a lot of volume, a lot of volume. Jay, Jay's nice gloss off this light right here. That's, that's Jay's good. close to have to using a blow dryer and some hairspray. Like it's getting really close. Once in a while, I can use some hairspray, but not today. No, Lance, I, I can hey. donate this to you, bud, if you really want it. <laughs> Put it up there. Right Middle. No. No. So, so, I'm gonna mail I can offer the same thing with my ass hair. <laughs> All right, so Span yeah, sucks. Yes, man. I mean, the, the winner is no, the winner. We're done. We're done. But, yeah. Move it on. But one fight we had some dissension on was the next fight. The result. Not dissension at all. This this was Mitchell's coming out. I guess really coming out party. Like I think I think everybody now is like. 
you, I mean, 30-25, 30-25, 30 over. Rose is a black belt, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Not after <laughs> Saturday. He's a, yeah, he's he got a, that taken away. He's a decent grappler. He's a decent grappler. I don't know if he's like – He's a black he's, belt, but he's, he's not. Well above, he's a well above average. He's I mean, yeah. that's what he was known for was being a grappler, but yeah. fuck, yeah. he got owned. That was ridiculous with yeah. ease. Mitchell's one of those dudes, man. He's just – he's so fucking creative, and I think people underestimate him just because how he is. Like, you think he just this goofball and he says this idiotic shit, but that dude is fun, man. Like, that wasn't a boring grappling match. Like, that was super fun. He's got kind of fun for the first like seven or eight minutes, and then the guy kept doing the same two things over and over again for the rest. The of other the time. guy didn't know and didn't know how to finish an arm triangle for the life yeah, of him. Yeah, he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't finish. That that was that <laughs> was not that was weird. There was a couple of them that were super tight. I thought he was going to get, uh, and then he would have finished that twister in the second round if it got saved by the bell. He had that lock at the end of that. Yeah, round. that one was close. He's uh he's gotten a lot better too, man. Like the guy had a lot of holes on on tough, on man. Tough, he's, yeah, he's, he's gotten way better, and I, I give him credit for that. Uh, yeah, I I, I thought that was like a kind of coin flip fight, and I took some dog money. Uh, I, I want to see more of uh, Mitchell's Mitchell's hands and stand up because I think that's still lacking a little bit. But god damn, he's he's legit on the mat, man. And fun. Holy shit, he's fun. He's got to finish that shit, though, man. You can't have 17 arm triangles locked in. And, and <laughs> I, I think the only it. reason he didn't finish it is because uh, Rose is a black belt, I think, maybe. I don't know. But that was. It's uh, weird. I, was, I think I was watching with uh, Jeremy and Dougie, were the ones in the chat at that what point. were they saying? They're like the, the two jujitsu guys that we know. And they're just like, Mitchell's not even trying to do the proper things to finish this, the arm triangles. Like oh, he was okay. never trying to get his hand off his ear or anything like that. But, you know, it was perform like the, the positional stuff was really good. It's just, you know, got to figure out ways to finish. How old is he? That's my only criticism. Like 20, 24, 25. 24, 25, yeah. Okay. We'll see yeah, what they do with him next. I don't, I'd, I'd like to see him face, um, just to kind of get that test, a wrestler, to see kind of what he can do. So with you always want to see it. Let me say, let That's me the equalizer, man. Let me just look at some like, ratings. Like, like he's, all, not, he's not like, going to hit that twister guillotine on a on a wrestler. No, not. But, I mean. Like, like Andre Feely, uh, Arnold Allen, like guys in that, that area probably. Uh, I think Emmett, those guys beat him. Josh Emmett, something like that. I mean. Josh I mean, you're, you could be rushing him. You could just give him fucking scrubs. He's only 25. Yeah, Let well, him just fucking I don't mean, have where, fun. Where did you forget Kron? What about Kron? Where does he train? Where does he, train at? he trains by himself, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, they, in a small that's one. Another, that's another thing with those young guys. At a, at a certain point, they got to get some legitimate training. Like, you can't yeah. stay down in Arkansas wrestling boars and shit and, and be – uh, a decent fighter. You got to get better training. Very few guys have like really like Belcher was like the probably the guy who got like the farthest by literally just like training with nobodies. Like and he even you know from the south. You got to get out of there. He'll like, eventually make it to like ATT or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He'll he'll get down to Florida eventually. I think you're right, Brad. Belcher sure. never did. He just kind of did his own thing with his own gym. I mean, so, I surprise. And his far. greatest win was what like the Polaris win. So one of my favorite <laughs> fights of all time. I'm surprised Kobe hasn't already caught up, Mitchell. They can hit the rallies together, you know, do a little. <laughs> they can bring Derek Lewis with them. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. But, yeah, Mitchell's good. 
I, yep. I like to see what he can do. I, I'm not saying I'm not saying throw him there with God. When I say a wrestler, I don't mean like a top ten wrestler. I just mean a guy who can wrestle. Just a little test. Yeah, yeah a little, oh, yeah, little for sure. test. So we know. Like a they, one-time All-American. They should take it slow. <laughs> they should take it slow with Mitchell, man. They, I think the kid's got the charisma to to be pretty yeah. pretty good and a and a decent star and and he's in marketable. He could be like yeah, a I, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Moving up to my to the to the prelims on ESPN, which you know on paper were really exciting, God, but this was so good. in my opinion, this is the best fight on the card, right? I mean, I mean, I was most entertained on this card. I know the main event, but I really love this fight, and I think Luke at this point is a friend of the MMA analysis. I think I think that's yeah. Lance doesn't like him, but well, he's, why, he's why the guy we bring into the, the group. And, this one, uh, he's the guy we we everyone else likes, but then you know Lance has got to be that one guy. He's like I don't, oh, I don't like, like him joining the crew. He's so, got holes. Like he he he's his ceiling is is not that high. Uh, that's what I think we figured out. But he's been he's made us some money, and he's he's usually in fun fights. That's that's kind of why we like him. I don't not like him. I, I say this a lot, but I nothing him. Yeah. If he's fighting, You're I'm like, hey, he's in the card. I, I there's a lot of people who don't know who Luke is. He's got, he doesn't have very many boring fights, Lance. People that I would say like a, a one to ten not- scale of like a one is I will actively avoid watching fights because that person's fighting, and a ten is like the Bronx is fighting. Yeah. Uh, Luke Four is eight. like a a six or a seven. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad. personality. I think he's a mid eight. Yes, yeah, he's always gonna. Fight. He's never gonna reach that level where he, who gives a fuck if he has personality. He, he puts on fun fights. Yeah. yeah, as far as like in the cage, to me catching a Luke fight, I'm I'm like Jay. I'm at like an eight. I know it's gonna be an exciting fight. Now, as far as anything else goes, yeah, I mean, who really knows Luke? But uh, like Sean said, he's got holes, but those holes make it uh, kind of a perfect combination for great fights, especially when you got a guy like Nico Price standing on the other side of the cage. That. That fight was fucking awesome, man. Nico Price is a fucking maniac too. That that guy's face after that fight, his eye just god damn, man. But not as good. But I'm I watch. Oh, I'd rather be more excited for a Price fight than a Luke fight because I know some crazy shit's gonna happen. It's kind of oh, I, I kind of look better comp. So it's I look at them kind of evenly. That's how I get excited about Price and Luke. They're kind of even to me. Uh, Luke though, man, the the striking on Luke is unbelievable man until it comes to the defense like the guy he gets hit so much and it's kind of like thomas almeida like super 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 good offensively and then the defensively there's holes he just has a better chin than almeida right talked about it too and a ground game the guy's like a legitimate black belt and just refuses to fucking use any of it man Uh, (laughs) he's he's gagey man He takes one, one. He's got great striking. Gagey has Gage. one that he refuses to use, and Luke has BJJ that he refuses to deal with. That Gagey stat, though, uh, seven fights in the UFC, zero sub attempts, zero takedown offense. That's the man, <laughs> dude. What, a, what a madman. What a madman. <laughs> Considering he's an all-American wrestler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take down. What, what a bad <laughs> man! And it's not like he can't wrestle in MMA. He's got some like crazy slam knockouts and stuff too, yeah. like. He wants to bang, bro. He does. 
Nico's going to be out for a little bit after I think this one, but um, you know he'll be back probably at the end of the year. I'm sure. Uh, I expected Luke to do a lot better. That was sketchy as fuck. I had him inside the distance, and I thought you're always. That was I feel like he's always one of those guys, though. He's he's going to take damage because that's what he does. It doesn't make you feel uncomfortable, but his but offensively he's so much better than the guys he's facing because he's, he's probably he's probably at top ridiculous. His six chin or, is, I mean, what the yeah, wasn't sure right? he's playing with fire though. Yeah, He's oh arguably, yeah, absolutely. He may be a top five striker in welterweight. He probably is. I mean, his, he went to a split hand, with Perry. The Barbarina fight he was losing until he finished with six seconds left. That's fucking playing with fire. Luke's <laughs> okay. He's okay. Yeah. He's fun to watch. The next one. fight I want to spend zero time on. Yeah, we can skip it. It it wasted enough of our time on Saturday we'll just, night. We'll Let's not waste about... any time here. More judging with thirty twenty sevens on both sides. Yeah, <laughs> said about that. Dude, you got you got Florida men. It was as bad. <laughs> it was as bad as we thought it was going to be. Let's just leave. They, it. But they had a guy. They had a guy refing down there that hadn't ref, had, or hadn't judged in like fucking four years. Oh, and like did you one see? Year his, well, the one guy, that guy you're talking about. Did you see the last fight he judged? Yeah, it was like a fucked up decision. I can't oh, it was. Remember. It was it was Melvin Gillard versus Gaethje. Yeah, and he, and he gave Gillard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, bad yeah. one. Whoa, let's move on. So heavyweights. Uh, hold on, real quick. Someone asked who should Luke fight next. Uh, let's say so. Luke's ranked thirteenth. Ahead of him is Jeff Neal, Robbie Lawler, uh, Diaz, RDA, Kiesa. Jeff Ponte? It makes absolutely no sense, but I would love to see him fight Lawler. I would love to see yeah, Ponte's would... team fight. That'd, that'd be good, though. Are they at the same camp? Ponte's mm. team or Lawler? No, Lawler, Brutal yeah. Bob. Is Robbie at 365? I have no idea. Yeah, yeah he, know, went like with, he went with Hoof. Yeah. Robbie <laughs> went with, uh, with Hoof, so I don't know uh, if Luke went with him. or I think so. At, where's Luke at? I thought, Luke he was, go with him I thought he was a black zillion and then he, he was. I don't know where he went after. Yeah, yeah. Went after. Most, I mean, most of them went with, with Henry Hoof. I mean, there's two ways. Like, has Luke had, like, Luke could, could do, play, you like, could do Anthony Pettis or, you know, Derek, uh, you know, super fan of the show is suggesting Sir Anthony Pettis. I guess that's an option as well. Yeah, yeah. Pettis is ranked 15th. I wouldn't mind seeing Pettis retired, player. so yeah. that's fine. Yeah, the, the guys in the chat did say they're teammates. So I was actually so right. Robbie Lillard doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I did do it anyway. Yeah, I think I think he should fight uh, one seventy pound Rumble next fight. <laughs> hey, did, hey, Lance, did you see the Rumble part today? Rumble said uh-huh. he's down to like two. He's down to like two thirty eight. Yeah, oh, <laughs> he's got a ways man. to go. Ah, three more yeah. days. Give it three more days. Dude, get back to R- Rumble's I like, I'm cutting, and I'm down to yeah. two thirty eight, guys. <laughs> there's there's weight cutting. There's Rumble cutting. They're different. Dude. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I think it's I think Fight Island, Greg Hardy, Anthony Johnson. <laughs> Fuck. God. <laughs> God. Can we bring is there an Charlie island Brandon big enough? Is there is there an island big enough for all that hog? Derek Dude. Lewis. Fuck. Derek Lewis. Derek Dakota, Lewis ain't going to Fight Island. Dakota Cocker. <laughs> Dakota Cocker. <laughs> <laughs> the ladies and the boys. <laughs> exactly. He's Got just on for one guest episode. <laughs> all right. What's uh, next? Heavyweights, we had the Ezekiel choke meister, Alexei Olenek, taking on Fabricio Verdum. I think it's fair to say Verdum has regressed to 
being a nothing this way. Being a fat tub of 42 year old flesh. 40, yeah. (laughs) With shitty striking and shitty cardio and a lot of handling of the loves. Has there been a more obvious, I did not train for this? It's the most obvious I've seen in a long time. Like, slash. You he saw the fucking caught they, me. Well, well, that, but like, you could tell they called him like through basically. I was like, "Hey, you want to fight?" And he's like, "Yeah, uh, all right." He was looking extra me. flabby. Holy yeah. fuck! Yeah, he looked really, really bad. He's looked what did bad. He weigh in after that fight? Two fifty, I think. Two forty-five. Yeah, like, oh, that he had no muscle on him. When he was like championship caliber, he was around what like a low two thirties, like two thirty three, two thirty four. But he was yeah. big. He was he was cut like he was like a fat blob of shit in this fight. He he's never been like this fucking jack. No, like, but no. he looked bad. Like he said, "Pay me, I'm done." Just spamming yeah, shitty knees and doing nothing with them, never landing, just wasting time and taking punches from Olenek while you're doing like, it. Olenek. Instead of, like, trying to lock in the choke, like, he kept going for this that fucking arm bar. And, like, yeah, which is... He did have a couple slick um, transitions on the ground he was on his back to get the top yeah, control. He's still yeah. a great grappler. It's just... Yeah, I mean, he got mount. He had mount. A very lazy like, grappler, too. Like, yeah. You saw lazy in the second round when he was like, oh, I'm too high. He <laughs> 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 just kind of like fell over and was like, what? He, the funny thing is, and that was the point. Yeah, if he doesn't, like, he was so fucking high. Like, he was like balancing on his head on the other side. Yeah. Then he got rolled through, and I was like, oh my God. And then I was like, fuck, that's it. That's, that's a wrap there. He doesn't give a shit if he wins this fight. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone who bet on him cared more about the outcome of that fight than Fabrizio Verdum. Jesus. It's yeah, a bad there, fucking there, loss. There, there was a yeah. lot of clientele that got disappointed. They were uh, betting on minus 300 guys that hadn't fought in three and a half years. Coming off <laughs> steroid suspensions, but, you know. That's how you just save Shrap, Wes. That's, you could have you, you got hog for minus 250, but why not no. take a 42-year-old steroid dude off a three-and-a-half-year layoff? Redeem's coming back. by a guy that has 70 fights in his career. Prelim main event, Pettis and Cerrone. Mm. Uh, not sure what I thought about this one. Uh, I'll let you guys talk. Pettis got a 29-28 decision across the board. I thought, I thought, Cer- I thought Cerrone won, but I was a little biased. But it was close. Um, uh, I thought Cowboy looked pretty good in that fight, man. Uh, f- physically, he looked way better than Pettis. God damn, is Pettis, yeah, ever, Pettis ever, ever, He's never looked that bad. Like, that dude had fat hanging off the back and shit yeah. of his trunks. Like, it was bad. <laughs> Cowboy, well, I think – for for Pettis especially, like this dude not does not need to fight at one seventy again. Like he is not a hundred and seventy pounder. Like yeah. Cowboy Cowboy was a is a big one fifty five pounder, and like he can go up to one seventy. He doesn't look undersized. Like Pettis is just a fat piece of shit at one seventy. And I I bet on Cowboy. I thought Cowboy looked okay. I thought he looked slow to me. Uh, I thought, and it could be because Pettis is a one fifty five pounder if lower. But like I thought Cowboy looked pretty slow. I, I scored that pretty easily for, for Pettis, honestly. And I bet on Cowboy. Um, you know, the announcers were seeing different things than me. I did not think that was a close fight on the feet, those first two rounds. I thought it was it was pretty wide. 
the problem that is, I think it's very difficult to beat a fighter after you've already lost to them. I think there's a, even just from like a mental standpoint, after you get beat and he was KO'd in the first round, to, to actually go fight that guy again, like not, Pat, not easy. Pat That's why John Jones Pat never is, gave Hamill the rematch. Pettis thought he lost that fight after. Like Pettis legitimately thought he lost that fight after. I think he was concussed. I don't think anyone. Really, I don't think anyone really won the fight. Let's be honest. Yeah, it was. It was. Close. It, was it was close, man. There was no like. Did anyone really like? Oh wow! Like this guy really won this fight. No one. Well, it, it, there, it, was, it, was it wasn't. A, it wasn't a bad decision either way at all. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's. I think you know the third round I thought was Cowboys, but I thought the first two rounds I thought Pettis did a little bit more, but it wasn't a blowout either way. I, I think the announcers were doing a bad job of acting like the striking at certain times was closer than it was. It was like. Cowboy was missing stuff or throwing something half-hearted, and Pettis was was hitting him pretty good. And I don't know. I thought the announcing was pretty bad in that fight, but it wasn't a blowout either way. Yeah, I think they were just pushing the volume because Cerrone threw a shit ton more. He just missed a he lot. He wasn't hitting. Yeah, if yeah. Pettis landed, was landing they they landed hard. the same. The damn near, they landed the same amount, like sixty-two and sixty-three strikes. It's just uh, Cerrone threw one hundred and forty-eight, and Pettis only <laughs> threw one hundred and thirteen. And Pettis so just hitting a lot harder. The guy that throws more usually ends up winning. Even I know, if, even though he like, missed. And, and he got a takedown, but, I mean, it's not like he did much with him in the first yeah. and the second. Yep. Just a fight that happened, I guess. Nothing yep. too, too crazy. When I think about these guys, like, even today, I, I don't think about this fight already. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's hey, kind of sad be, because at be the time it. when the first one happened, this was this was pretty big fight. Big fight. Yeah. But both of the, both of those dudes should be about done, but they they won't be. Cow, Cowboy won't be done for a while, and he should be. He's yeah. done all he needs to do. Yep, he's fine. Main card. We were all excited for Greg Hardy. Always a thing. <laughs> and we saw him fight the guy, the heavyweight with the shortest arm. T-Rex, baby. <laughs> That shit yeah. was hilarious, man. At I was one point, I ran up the screen and I measured my arm against his, and mine was longer. I think that's possible. <laughs> and I'm five, five. I think that's possible, <laughs> honestly. Like there was, there was times when he was he was going into Hardy, like throwing these big hooks, and Hardy would just have to barely lean back, dude, and they were whiffing. <laughs> like, could Hardy be good. a fraud? Maybe is he being coached to just be more calculated? Maybe it's hard I, to tell at this point. He's got decent I, defense. I don't think yeah. I don't think Hardy's a fraud. I think he's gotten yeah. to a, I think he's gotten to a point to where he knows his place. He knows um, where he can get in the sport, and he's fighting smart. And that's not necessarily uh, enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Like we yeah, expect he's not Hardy. taking taking too much damage. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. If there was a fight on Saturday night next Saturday, they need someone to come in. He could fight again. He didn't take yeah, any damage I, in that fight. I, I don't think the guy kicks. That's about it. I don't it. think he's a fraud at all, but I, I, just I think, think he's been he's... hit a few times with cleats over the years. That probably hurts more, but let's move on. Well, I think I think he was smart, man. Like he's coming off his first loss. He he's fighting a, a pretty dangerous guy, not good, but a guy who hits pretty fucking hard. Pal, yeah. And I thought I thought he fought really well. Um, he I thought his game plan made sense. I thought he was never in danger, and he needed a win. He got a win, and I thought I thought Hardy looked looked great. And I, I don't think Hardy's going to be. You know, maybe a top top three guy or anything like that. But Hardy can beat a lot of fucking guys just with how big he is and athletic yeah. he is. And he 
I thought he looked better in this fight the other day than he has before. Just with he wasn't rushing things. He looked more. He looked like the almost the more technical sound fighter in this matchup. I'm sure Castro has been fighting a hell of a lot longer than he has. Yeah, yeah. Um, Hardy's never going to get the. You know, he's always going to be held to a different thing inside the cage. Mm -hmm. It's with everything outside of it. If Hardy's not completely killing guys, they want him killed either which way. Any other thing is not going to be acceptable when it comes to Hardy. And that's just and he and he didn't have to push it like the guy Castro was doing dick all. Why would he yep, try nothing. to like force it and possibly yeah. get knocked yeah. out when the guy's yeah, doing nothing? That little T Rex range. I it's thought it a was w. a great, like Lance said, great game plan. He went in there and got a win and fought smart. Didn't take a, a bit of damage and um, got a great price on him. But he and then he got a bunch of time to go back to the gym and improve even more and learn more shit. And... I, I'm with, He's still gonna be like a top five heavyweight, I think. Yeah, I'm with, I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with Lance. I, I think there is, there's, I could see possibilities to where Hardy is one of the top three to five heavyweights out there. There is that possibility. I still see that. The yeah. guy's it's still so bad. Heavyweight's it, it's so just, bad. Yeah, that's why <laughs> it's so bad. And Hardy is like a 265 pound monster that is the best athlete in that division. I, I don't think there's any question about him probably being the best athlete. In the heavyweight division. Yeah. I mean, the dude was a fucking all pro linebacker. I mean, when you look at the, if you look at the t- like top three right now, yeah, you got Steve A, DC, and Gano Blades, not even close. But then, like, you get to like an old JDS, Derek. He could beat all like, of them. I he think knock he, him out. He could beat all night, of them. He could beat them. Then we saw and Volkov, who drank seven. He's so much faster. Yeah, but Volkov's kind of like a different, like, he's just built. Like, he's, of all those guys you mentioned, Volkov fights totally different style. Like, he's super technical. Like, he's a, he's a distance fighter. There's yeah. not, I mean, athlete. he's top, he's, he's top five if fucking he's not an idiot against Derek Lewis. So, I mean, yeah. Volkov's good too. I, yeah. I think the thing with, with Hardy, the one thing he has is like most like really green guys or these like kind of coming from a different sport to MMA, usually the, it's offense is so much farther ahead than their defense. And it seems like his defense is actually pretty good and caught up and, and now it's almost stifling his, his offense. Um, but I mean, I think that offense is, is, a lot easier to find for a lot of people than than their defense. So, yeah, at heavyweight, like it's, a fucking truck. Yeah. So he's, yeah. fighting, he's fighting the Lexi Owen in next fight, right? Oh god, that's a sketchy got, fight, though. Yeah. It's a it's a ranked old man. Like that's yep. perfect. Owen's ranked twelfth. He beats Olenek. He's ranked, and I think he could beat him. <laughs> I take him by decision there. I feel like a decision's coming because he's too scared of going to the ground with Olenek. <laughs> Let's yeah. not forget that Hardy's first MMA fight was less than two years ago, too. Yeah, that's wild. crazy. That is wild. Yep. He good. When thought, he explodes he with the strikes, good. though, he's he's super fearful. Like I'm like you always like whoa. Like you think shit, you think it's gonna go down. Like you always do. Like you don't think that was Ryan's fan. That was Hardy's first ever. decision. That was his first decision yeah. ever, which is well, which is kind of crazy. Well, I think you know. I think when you when you look at Greg Hardy, the factor with the defense and guys are tentative. Just looking at that dude, yeah, like, he's, he's like you look, you look across the cage. This dude is every bit of probably t- like two seventy five when the cage door locks, and he's big and he's scary looking. He's got these fucking crazy eyes to just beat on some women. Like this dude don't fuck <laughs> around. Like like not only will you get beat up, but like. Hide your wife, hide your, your mama, kid. your fucking <laughs> wife. <laughs> they could give him Rosenstruck next. That would be interesting. Rosenstruck. I think that ends up being a, a boring fight. 
unfortunately. Yeah, that's a tough one. Just because Rosenstruck's a, a good kickboxer, it, I think it you, could I turn, think you, turn into a I think Hardy test. wins, but I think it's kind of a boring fight. I don't know. Like, I think Hardy wins if he trains all camp, just fucking spamming takedowns. Because he's so athletic, and he does have the football background. Like, football yeah, he, players make one thing he wrestling. doesn't really use at all, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, I think you figure you can tackle too. people to the ground. It doesn't have to be technical. Well, Spear like, them. <laughs> really good, like good football players. Usually, their coaches made them wrestle uh, after football season. Like we had like probably 15, 20 kids from the football team on our wrestling team. They'd come right in from football, keeps them in shape, makes them a little harder. Um, Lance, when you're at this level, like of, of football, like you might only be playing football. Like, why are you doing even other sports at that point? Like, I get it. In high school, I'm saying, and well, we don't. And, I, I forget how good he was in high school. Like, yeah, well, he was obviously great. Uh, but what I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying that he did wrestle. I'm saying football players make very good wrestlers because yeah. it's yeah. it's similar motions and similar attacks. You're used always, to getting yeah. down. You're used to changing levels <laughs> and stuff like that, and using your hips. And there's a lot of similarities between like defensive uh, tackling and wrestling. So that's what I was getting at. I wasn't saying Hardy wrestled Hardy. in high school. Hardy three-star prospect, ranked 30th among weak side defensive ends, uh, 44 according to Scout. He was the number five player coming out of Tennessee. Yeah. It's the guy ran a 24-second uh, 200-meter dash, I mean, at his size. Jesus I mean, that Christ. is yeah. a 28-inch vertical leap and a 4840. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty fast uh, given his huge size. He'll fight a rank guy next. I mean, there's some really shitty rank guys towards the end. Yeah, they can. I mean, I don't even know what the fuck a Sergey Pavlovich is. Outside of that top knockout artist, outside of that top four, he could he could beat any of those guys. I think it's it's Olnik or Augusto Sakai. <laughs> what about Albini? Diaper him. He's not right. Uh, diaper uh, baby uh, even in the UFC anymore? I don't think so. He should be on principle. It's time for Hardy Christ. to get ranked. So you fight the worst ranked guy. Yeah, but I don't know if Olenek's going to be ranked. Guy, right? uh, but the new rankings are probably going to come out. Olenek probably going to be out of that after the loss. So. Oh, no, he won. So he, he, he won. won. Yeah. 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 Well, he didn't win. He, he didn't really win. He won on. He was the 12th ranked guy. I'm pretty sure after a the win, new... of a former champ, he's not going to drop well, out. He didn't really win the fight, though. <laughs> he won on paper. We know. So, so he's going to drop. I know. He's going to be right. He's going to be right. He's he's he watched the fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. Oh, on to more violence. Well, yeah. yeah. Usually, uh, in this day and age, being My overweight boy. is usually uh, a good thing. For Jeremy Stevens, though. Tough fight. Calvin Cater uh, came to play and did something that Jeremy Stevens I don't think really ever had to deal with being KO'd. This was this was this was big time. Big time. That was fight. a good fight. That was a fun good. fight. Yeah, after. Jeremy was doing good in the first. Yeah. Jeremy won the first. Yeah. Yep. But I think I think it just took a little time for for Cater to set it, yeah. to settle in because. Uh, Steven's pressure was working. It was it was really good, man. He was coming forward. Um, man, Cater is the goods. That guy is really fucking good. Um, his his boxing is up there with with some of maybe the best in that division and some of the best in the entire sport. His hands are just absolutely ridiculous. I had uh, boxing guys on my timeline that were watching the fights uh, Saturday because nothing else is going on that were just like raving about um, his hands, and I'm like. Been seeing it for a couple years now, man. That that guy's really fucking good. Really good. He gets he still gets hit too much. 
He gets, he still gets hit a lot. Usually, it's funny. Usually, when guys are like very tough technical boxing, they usually have more technical defense. Uh, but he gets hit. But man, he hits he hits hard. And like that was that was a good comeback. I mean, he even had him in some trouble early on, and he was pressuring and pressuring. And I think you know he's so technical, and you can just see it. Like as the fight unwinds, you can see him taking over. And crazy thing is, Jeremy Stevens broke his nose on that last the, punch on the last combo that he got. Yeah, like they, they were smashed. hitting each other. He broke his. So who knows what would have happened if if that was like that was. That was a crazy fight. That's that, that was a, that was a fun fight while it lasted. That Good elbow fight. was ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't even see what happened live. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Just like a short punch, and then like the replay came, and I was like, "God damn, that was nasty." You don't see those very often. Somebody yeah. in the chat is uh, offering up a murder Nagano versus Olenek. <laughs> oh, dude, oh, Olenek chokes him out. Dude. I'm not advocating crime here. <laughs> I can go I got to elder uh, abuse. I got on it minus one fifty there. I think he's <laughs> exposing. I mean, Nagano can be taken down. We know that. Never know. Him. All right. Well, speaking of Nagano against Rosenstruck, you know there were there there was there was a little bit of chatter on the interwebs for for Rosenstruck. Definitely not from this podcast. Really? Yeah. You know. Yeah. The hog. The hog is definitely. I've got some hate for some reason, man. There's there's still people that's not. Well, all, they still all remember the Derek now, Lewis fight. Derek Lewis whooped well, his I mean, ass. That, yeah, that, was, that, was, just, move that on. was just. We all know that was a mindset more than. Yeah, be, keep, there, be careful what you ask for. Rosenstrike asked for this fight, and Nganu gave it to him. Holy fuck! That didn't take very long. And that now yeah. all I'm seeing is how you know Haganu uh, can't strike and shit because he threw some wild yeah, shit. He was, this he was time sloppy. It's like, like, why yeah, it's like who cares? Who, who cares? Yeah, who cares? It he landed one and dead. You know what I'm saying? Like he used so um, many extra shots, so many extra, <laughs> so many. And the cage was holding him up, and he was just like, teeing yeah, off on him. The dude with nasty. the most power in UFC history landed three shots to an unconscious fighter. Like that was some scary shit. Like I thought he was dead yeah. for a second. <laughs> yeah, it was bad, man. And then then the photo of fucking. Uh, Big Dan, like, holding, oh, boy, like, picking him up. It was so bad looking, that man. Bad. Uh, Hog, Hog needs to, like, I still don't get how he gets some of the hate that he does, man. Like, there really is some – people don't believe it. They just – they don't believe it, man. The dude He's was fighting – he was fighting title fights, like, really early. Like, really fucking early, man. He he lost to Stipe and shit, but that fight might go a little different now, man. I it, think it a might. lot of people believe that. I, mean, I don't know. Stipe, I, anyone I've talked to believes Hog beats Stipe. Like, people just do. Like, I, I don't even know. I, like, I think it's just now, like, the, the physical attributes, people are just, like, so – if you're into Hog, you're just – that's it. You just believe in that. I mean, some people will say, are like, you, you into he, Hog, Jay? he hasn't proved anything <laughs> since, but, I mean, what? he has been he training. People <laughs> slobber over blades. Like, they slobber over he's, that dude. He's like, awesome, he's too. That, and he destroyed – but he is awesome, and Hog destroyed him. That's what Twice. I'm saying. And still, Twice. And still can't get no love. Twice. I like Blades a lot. I think he's really fucking good. He's a top five heavyweight in the top fucking – in the, in the world, and Hog destroyed him. Like, fucking murdered him. Yeah. I just don't get it. I, and I think Hog did well with Stipe's, like, takedowns and, and his wrestling in a couple rounds. He, t- he got tired. I just, I'm not sure that happens again next time. You better hope. You know, how shitty is it? it how shitty is it that the fucking heavyweight division is just on hold? Like, imagine if, if Steve, like, if Cormier wasn't a thing and fucking Hog just did that and Stipe was actually going to fight. Like, 
You'd be so hyped instead and, and we're going to see a trilogy now, of fucking Steve and DC maybe you know, in no a couple wants, months. Now they're talking, they're going to probably strip him. And, and they ain't going to strip him. Of course they will. It'd be a bad, it'd be, It'd be a bad, bad look if they did. I've been wanting to see Daniel and the Hog for a while. I don't think Dan. I don't think. I don't think Daniel wants any piece of the Hog. To be honest, with I don't want to see that fight. I don't want to see that fight. Yeah, I don't. I don't. DC's just the. There's zero upside to that fight, really, because DC, if he just wrestle fucks him, he wins, and then he's going to retire. Like. And that I mean, sets Hulk back again to where he's got to win a couple more fights again. That guy needs a title shot. It should be I up in Stipe. Supposedly, Stipe said that they're op- they're starting to open some shit up, and he's just finding a, a training facility, so he's good to go. Just cut Stipe. Just cut it. <laughs> Get rid of this motherfucker. Derek Lewis hey, versus Ronda rematch for the belt. <laughs> What's that, Brad? Derek Lewis versus Engano. Because Engano's got to get through Lewis to get the strap. So I think, I think let's just imagine that didn't even happen. We're not, we're, you do Derek Lewis versus Engano for the belt. That's the fair move. But let's uh, talk to these next two quick because we've been talking about this recap for a while. I mean, the flight card's not that great. We're the, the next one. We'll, we'll probably be going through it somewhere. Oh, when, so. when Dom dies, I want his tombstone to say beer and cigarettes. I mean, <laughs> what an idiot, dude. Yeah, Henry yeah. Cejudo, yeah. Dom Cruz. Henry Cejudo wins by stoppage. He not he, he did drop him pretty badly. Definitely some question marks about this. The time when he. Okay, no. but Cejudo dominated the fight, in my opinion, and he was gonna he was gonna win anyway. I don't think there's any. Question. That was not a bad stop. Like, it's not a bad stoppage, but I like in in fucking championship fights with a guy that's never gonna get another fucking title shot. Let go limp. Who gives a fuck? I mean, I guess the that's the one, that's the one thing boxing does better. Since I let shit go. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't say boxing does that better when how many boxers have died after fucking fights? Like, you can't say boxing's better at stoppages. Not any, head, not any championship ones. Not any big fights. Well, it's easy to do that because People when you die. fall down, when you go down in boxing, you can't go follow them on the mat. It's like, well, okay, here's your chance to get up. Boxing's I mean, easy. I, I think, yeah. I think- the the bigger point is like you got to know what the situation is and how big of the moment is more than anything. And a guy like that deserve in what in boxing they give that guy his chance. They don't they take it away like two but, more no, seconds. There's not, there's not, brain, yeah, brain bleed. There's not. Ne- there's never been a, a death like that in fucking fifty years in a big title fight. Never like that. And Cruz has uh, never been finished by strikes either. Like it's not get, like he takes a fuck ton of damage. Like. After rewatching it, like I'm not as upset with the stoppage. Like also, not as upset. As, I'm not like as upset he, with the stoppage. I mean, he took he did take the take the shots that that warranted a stoppage. I just, in my opinion, watching fights, the thousands of fights that I've watched in years and years and years, you don't take that moment away from a guy that is still he's getting to his knees and trying to get up. Yes, he's taking under. He there's seconds left. There is seconds yeah. left. And he's not. No, Herb lets that shit go. He wants he blood. Does, oh, he, he does. He's not badly hurt to where it looks to me like he's so fucking hurt that something bad could happen to him if yeah. it's not stopped then and there. I don't agree with that at all, but it's not a horrible stoppage like well, I thought it was after I watching. think, like, it's easy when you watch replays and stuff with, with bad stoppages, but, like, he wasn't really getting up until Keith was already No, he took a lot there. before he started to move. Like, like he he got that huge knee. He was down. There was about ten or twelve shots. As soon as he went to step in, that's when he started getting up. 
Like, yeah, he yeah I get it. I, I get it. Like, in Key's yeah. eyes, what he sees, Dominic wasn't standing up. He hadn't even based up yet. When he went in to stop it, that's exactly when Dom yeah. started basing up. And uh, he took about 12 straight shots in the face after a huge knee and a fight that he had already been getting his ass kicked for 10 minutes. Like, let's see, like rap. Also, my point is he did take like like ten unanswered shots, but he took all those and wasn't laid out. So he could yeah. have been like completely so fucked up to where not one of those pity pat shots that he got hit with laid him out completely. It looked like his eyes rolled back on that big shot that put him. Oh, on the, the big, big shot did, but then he fucking woke up again. The big knee was the knee and shit was absolutely ridiculous. And like Cerudo, like I get all credit to the guy, even though I think now he's kind of like. I don't. I don't like. If he quits now, it kind of is a a little bad look to me. To where you called awesome. out, you called, yeah, but you called, you called out Auto. You beat up a fucking commentator, been out for three years, yeah. and you ducked the best. The best. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, and then you claim you beat the best flyweight and best bantamweight ever. It's perfect. I, I, I get Brad's thinking. He's he's the wrestling guy, so I I get it. I I, I so know who's controlling for for years now. Brad really understands the troll game from Cejudo. It's actually been pretty masterful. It's a hell of a performance coming off of. I want to see. I'm talking about fight. fighting. I'm talking about just, just his little path. Is I, I get the trolling. It, it, it is trolling. He's not very he's good. Not, he's not retiring. There, there's no. There, he's not going to retire. He wants money. It's a contract negotiation. You guys see that picture he put out there today? Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty it's good. just whether Damn. does Dana think he's that big of a draw to fucking pay up. What what Cejudo wants? That's what it comes down to. So Cejudo might be done because they're fucking cheap. Guys, if he can knock guys out like that and and look like that, then... taking no damage. What's the difference if he fights anymore? I mean, if he's um, fighting, I, I will say uh, Aljo and and Jan will do bad things to Cejudo. I think Aljo does bad things to Cejudo. Really, well, no, Aljo's not gonna hurt him. Anybody, anybody at this yeah, point. like Jan would. I don't know how Aljo. I, I think it'd be I, interesting, but like. Aljo's Aljo not going to beat him on the, the shit out of him. Shit, Aljo kicks the shit out of him, dude. Like, I can see Zahudo just picking Aldo up over his head and just slamming him down like 77 Aldo? times. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Aljo. Aljo is a pretty big oh, fucking bad man, Aldo. Yeah, but no. he doesn't know how to wrestle. Yeah, he couldn't do that to Aldo. Aldo's takedown defense is too good. Yeah, Aldo would be harder to take down than Aljo. That's for damn Yeah, sir. I agree You're there, but he ain't going to rush in and get – and when does Cejudo even wrestle anymore? Like, literally, we keep saying that. When, he, when he feels like it. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Sam Hagen might fuck and up Cejudo. he gets Cejudo. in there with Peter Pan, he'll take it That's not even a real Yon's a different test. You know about Cody I think Cejudo's got a better shot against Peter Yon than he does Aljo. Aljo is a, is a nightmare matchup for anybody in that division. I think he's the best guy in the division at this he's point. He's fucking big, too. Yeah, we he's huge. We see how much Wes likes him. That's for sure. I think so. Wes likes those abs, that fucking 10 pack that Aljo's rocking. I like Aljo. Don't get me wrong. I'm an Aljo guy. I love him, but man, I can't. He's, I he's a we met him in uh, Newark, didn't we, Wes? I think we did. And, and, eventually, and eventually, that size differential for Cejudo against these guys is going to fucking catch up when you're not fighting fucking commentators and shit that's been out for three years. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Cejudo's Maybe when he fights somebody that's on his athletic He's level. got so much better. He's so. I good. mean, I fucking hate the dude, but oh he, yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, Hudo is fucking great, man. He yeah, it was too weird because fight. he was so hyped up coming into MMA, and then he had like weight weight issues. Only got didn't robbed. Give against, a fuck. He got robbed against Benavidez. 
that's truth. But I no, but also before that, like that missing legacy and stuff. Like I thought the dude was completely gonna flame out in MMA and just didn't give a fuck. Came into the UFC and finally got focused and for but nothing like this though. It was incredible. Yeah, but even nothing like right. this. Like, he looked good in his, his early UFC career. I mean, he got a fight with DJ, but, like, nothing like what he's doing if, now. It really doesn't like, until that. Nobody, he has fights and he starts to look great. Yeah. At this point, at this point I don't, nobody beats that guy at 125. I mean, nobody. I, I, don't, I don't know a guy that would, that would beat him at 125. I just think there's such skilled guys at 135 that physical advantages are going to start playing out eventually when you're fighting those top guys. And, He's got some physical disadvantages at, up at 135. He's still a small fucking short guy. We'll, well see we'll if it ever happens. Know. He might be done. He, he's he retired. Be. Yeah, he's retired. He I don't want to talk he, anymore about a retired fight. Yeah, let's, yeah. let's move to the main event. Let's move to the yeah. main event. Lightweight. Lightweight. Where you at, rival. Jeremy? Where you at, Jeremy? Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson. And this one really came down to one guy hit a lot harder than the other. And it, I think it's it paid a, a real yay that. That yes. wasn't the only thing. It Not was, a fucking it was, chance. It was everything. <laughs> Gage is a better fighter. I mean, yeah, that was exactly that was career. Like, if they fight ten times, that's ten Gagey wins. Like, that was man this versus part, boy. This version of Gagey, he beats Ferguson yeah. every single and this, time. And this version of Ferguson, like we talked about it last week, but like motherfuckers, thirty-seven. Yeah, they yep. age. Yeah. They age oh, he, 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 he looked old too, man. He he yeah. looked slow. He looked timid. He wasn't yep. throwing the shit that he usually throws. But besides that, man, I said it that night. Th- this is one of the greatest title performances that I've ever watched. Ever. And, Just and you have performance in general. Dillashaw it, against uh, Brown. Yeah, that's that's the one it reminded me of the the yeah. Dillashaw or the the Garbrandt against Cruz. That like yeah, that was kind of close one, to the same. Like it, it wasn't that big of an underdog, but yeah. like the performance he put on, like nobody he, really thought he could see that. This is, yeah, this is we did it. I just think this is even beyond that because of who he was fighting and the win streaks of both of the. It's just that that was incredible, man. Uh, it, it wasn't Gage, the most shocking, but it was one of the most impressive because it was bell to bell a dude didn't lose. I think I think to me the Dillashaw, Barrow fight eclipses yeah. this to me because you got to think of what's like. There was a lot of question mark going in this fight too, right? Like Tony's old, he hasn't fought a lot. Gaethje hits hard, like. It wasn't far fetched. That fucking Dillashaw fight, no one gave him a shot in the yeah, fucking Because Barrow was considered a top minus nine hundred. Barrow was like bell to bell fighter in the world at that point. Yeah, I think yeah. it's like Dillashaw and then RDA against Pettis, and then this performance. Oh yeah, that was pretty I mean, good. That's, that's a good, good one. Fucking, that's good fucking. Company, yeah, those man. are those are some I, good ones. I was I was kind of uh I was a little shocked watching. I mean, I had a I had a ton on Gagey, and I I thought he would was gonna win. But watching how that was just impressive. Like this version of Gagey, I mean, man, just think all the wars this guy's had. And we were thinking, man, he's taking some damage. This shit's going to start adding up. And somehow he changes his game up. Uh, A lot of credit to Trevor Whitman, man. I mean, that guy's coached two kind of, you know, fringe, knew they were kind of good fighters to to titles now with, with, you know, Rose is a little different, but that's a whole nother situation. <laughs> These guys, but um, man, that that was just to make to make Tony like pretty much have to give up at the end there. Like yeah, the body gave out. Yeah, he just yeah. couldn't take no more. That was fucking impressive, well, man. All, I, all time great performance. 
I think there was two things to me about this this fight. Like besides Tony looking old and a little bit slower, and you mentioned Whitman, but like I thought the coaching was a huge factor. Yeah, like, one's got Eddie Bravo. Yeah, one's Eddie, got Eddie Bravo. Eddie, one's Eddie got Bravo Trevor Whitman calling this motherfucker to do Gramby rolls when he's in the fourth round getting talking about Tower Seven. And, and you know what I think changed really quick in this fight in the first round. Tony got hit by Gaethje and felt that power early yeah, and exactly. didn't do his crazy shit. He didn't do his dive-in elbows and his funky shit. I think he got hit clean once for Gaethje and was like, oh, just do hit hard. I, I don't want to do a spinning back fist and get hit by this motherfucker. And it, all the creativity that makes Tony so great, I think just the, the fear of the power in Gaethje's hands, it changed the fight instantly. That, was not, that wasn't the Tony Ferguson we've seen. That was Tony Ferguson who got hit by a bad motherfucker real quick and knew he didn't want to fuck around. Yeah, and we kind of capped it like that. I mean, I think all of us thought that that was going to be the difference in the fight was Gagey's punching power. You know, uh, there was there's still always – I thought there's always a worry with Gagey's kind of chin, though, and he changed, man. He's literally changed his style, and it's so impressive. And he got hit, though. He he took shots in that fight, man, and looked yeah. – the, the key beyond the power to me was the fact that he just didn't – Run at like a thousand miles an hour from the opening yep. bell. That's really the difference. Like he, he paced himself. He, the pace was key because yeah. the way you have to fight Tony for that time is that you're going to have to. Like Tony, <laughs> even even slower can still put on a pretty relentless pace, and he did in this fight. I mean, it was consistent for twenty two minutes of the fight until he basically the really got the the video of uh, Whitman in the corner where he got tagged at the end of like the, uh, the second, second or third, second yeah. round. Yeah, it was, that was and, bad. And Whitman's like, uh, what did we talk about? About, you know, every time you get wild, he's like, you get not hit. And Gagey looked at him like, I've been knocked out twice doing that. Pretty much knew, even in the moment of the fight, that, hold up, I need to draw it back a little bit. I need to get back into my game plan. And he walked back out there and did it and just looked absolutely amazing. That was some Rocky type shit with those two uppercuts. Both of them just fucking yeah. Yeah, lining up from yeah. fucking way back. Great. Tony, Tony was, I mean, as much damage and stuff as he was taking, he landed some stuff, man. The guy stayed in that fight. He made it a classic fight. He was a tough fight. I'll say this before we, before, like, enough for me on this fight, but like, the second round scoring was not talked about enough. Two judges scored that second round for Tony Ferguson when he lost four minutes and 57 seconds of it. Damage. Damage. Dude, JT hurt him and hit him like 50 times. Yeah. Tony landed one punch. It was a big one. Second round. That was a he big punch, four. man. He lost four minutes and 57 yeah. seconds of a round. Landed an uppercut at the buzzer, which Gaethje immediately stood up from, and they gave him the round. And not and not just like one four minutes and 55 seconds of dancing around and landed a little bit him. Beat him down beat him for four minutes and 55 seconds and then lost the round because he got – a flash drop. I don't agree with that either. That's bad. That, that, that was bad. Now, now after talking that, can we talk about how my my opinions even changed more after this fight? I think Gagey is a really bad matchup for Khabib. I used to think it was Tony, but Tony seems old and shit now. He really does. Uh, yep. You can get old in one fight. I, I used to think Gagey was a kind of a, a decent matchup for Khabib. Now I'm thinking he might be a bad matchup for this version of Gagey is a bad matchup for Khabib. I, I think the difference between those two is is Tony would accept the bottom 
I don't think yeah. Gaethje is, would yeah, accept yeah. that. Like he is, he is getting back to his feet. That is the oh, fucking plan, so that well, he can knock yeah, him out. Can, he, can, he, can he take him down? Can Khabib take him down when Gaethje is using his jab like that? Like his, his jab was insane. The so, irony is they're going to make McNutty and Gaethje next. Just watch. No fucking way. Just watch it. I Just watch it. I want them to. Yeah. Why not? Because if they do that fight now, there's more of a chance that we see Gaethje Khabib later on. It's more likely to be McGregor than I, he is. I, I worry Connor, that fucking Connor catches him though. Yep, Connor, Connor's got a yep. Connor's got a chance. That's he really played in that fight. Like that would be just as fucking nuts as the fight we just watched, dude. Like, we can have that one after Khabib when like, Connor G beats him. I think they're gonna the push the think, and uh, Gaethje has. I think they're gonna push the McNutty Khabib fight. I, mean, I the want, McNutty I and, want uh, Gaethje. I want they really do. I want Gagey to get his shot. Like I could. Looking at that guy after that fight, and it was hard to kind of hard to watch a guy beat a champ and literally not even be able to celebrate in his own mind because he doesn't think that he beat would he didn't beat the actual champ. Like he threw the belt down. You watch that, you watch, and you watch that interview, and he just pretty much doesn't celebrate one bit. Had doesn't have a smile on his face. Literally take, starts taking the tape off of his gloves, talking about that's not that the right number one fight. fight for him. The guys. Yeah. He's yeah, a bad I mean, in reality, it was the number one contender. This interim bullshit, like, yeah, yeah they just do it to get paid more. I mean, it works you for me. Like, Gaethje gets a shit ton of more money now really because market. he has a belt going into the next fight. Yeah. Apparently, the fight card did seven hundred thousand pay per view buys. Allegedly, That's crazy. So, yeah, there's there's money. Someone someone was interested. Yeah, like fucking like forty eight million, and that's seven. It was seven hundred k plus. That thing did like fifty million. Yeah, that's not bad. It's not that's bad in this day and age. All right, let's uh let's break down more fights because so we go from Justin Gaethje and Tony Ferguson Jesus. to the return of Chase Sherman. Yeah. yeah. Oh my uh, god. The, the, the Jacare positive COVID test literally did nothing to affect any of the schedule. Half people That's like Florida yeah, baby. Good job. Yeah. Florida Florida man says this is good. Let's fucking roll and I'm great. All those after tests. Well, we all those after tests. Yeah, yeah, where are those results of those we'll after? Don't they're, worry about it. They're gonna they're gonna come out they're gonna come out eventually. They're gonna yeah, end, they're gonna they're gonna end up in a chest <laughs> outside of like uh, outside of uh, Keith West or something. They're gonna be they're gonna be buried off the ocean. They're, they're, they're with Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> they're underneath uh, whatever state no, of the Jaguars yeah. playing. No, for that they're buried under there. Yeah. Chase Sherman uh, and Isaac Villanueva. Oof. It's, we fight. started off with sloppy fatties, though. I guess it's not a terrible way to start a fight, Carl. We can we can break down all of these fights quickly. Yep. <laughs> uh, who should we start with? Um, hmm. Go Lance. Lance, really? Go ahead, Lance, break his shit down. Or new Sean? We know. We know you. I, know you I got nothing this, on this, this fight. <laughs> all right, Lance. You got you have anything here? Yeah. Um, I'm thinking about actually playing. Uh, Sherman, are you? Yeah, Sherman. That is that thing, the white gorilla. <laughs> the vanilla gorilla. Yeah, Lance, get it right. Yeah. He's fighting has been facing like regional middleweights. And now it's Sherman, who's a heavyweight, and he's not good. We know that. But he got some wins in the UFC. He's a big dude. He's like a 250-pound dude. And he's facing a middleweight who's been fucking around the regional circuit. He's only minus one fifty. Thinking about taking a stab here. Brad Sherman's been fucking around on the shitty yeah. 
uh, regional yeah. circuit as well. UFC, though. You fought in the UFC. And he got beat he's by anybody with shit. a fucking pulse. He got That's beat true. by ranked I mean, Augusto Sakai. So, just oh. there the man. He only lost okay. the ranked guys, like Sakai. Sherman was looking like fucking garbage and bare knuckle. Just for shot like, I will too. get. I mean, uh, Venom White. Um, I mean, this guy at least beat a couple ex UFC guys in in the first round in his past two fights in Coulter That's and, and Roger Navarez. Yep. Uh, he's actually fought the better competition than Chase Sherman has fought over the past year and a half. So I'm going to take a sprinkle on the dog here myself. Smart. Uh, Brad? I mean, everything's starting to come together for Chase Sherman. <laughs> <laughs> he came up in Island Fights, the Island Fights promotion. He's about to win. Island. He's about to go to the island with Greg Hardy. He's uh, who else is on the island with Greg Hardy? Rumble, Rumble, Rumble. Out there. Yep. War Machine. For, for Chase Sherman after he wins the fight. The, and the next step is uh, Fedor's brother getting extradition. I actually know, like, I don't know him, but I have actually seen this guy fight, the Ike Villanueva, like a decade ago in Legacy, and he sucked then. So there's no <laughs> he wins the fight in the UFC in 2020. New Sean. But Brad, are we going to get fat, though? Are we going to get fatty? Yes, absolutely. All you care about. Yeah, I, I don't give two rats about this fucking fight. Bet fatties and, and cheer for fattiness. That's what I would do. Uh, I got Sherman an F, Villanueva at D minus. Everything about Sherman is that he has the least amount of power, <laughs> the least amount of power of any heavyweight. He, he is He's got very little power, pitter patter. He and that's why you bet the I'll play Villanueva. I'll take him the dog. I don't care. Worst All power right. at heavyweight. He's uh, got twelve knockouts in thirteen fights. Next fight, bantamweight. <laughs> Ryan Kelleher taking on Hunter Italian Blue Shirts. Yeah. What? The Azore. That was a that was a soccer reference. Thing. You wouldn't know. Yeah, it was bad. That's fine. It wasn't That's good. Nice. I don't, you know I don't remember his story. Jimmy starts going on and on about the same fight. I can actually like see myself tune in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> fucked up, Brad. What matter. are we talking about? Hunter Azure. Is it Azure or Azure? Or Azore. That's not He's it. from fucking Montana, so I, I feel like Azure. it's not that fancy. So Azure? No, sure. There, there's no accent. Azer. 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 Hunter Azer. Um, so I, I, I like him here, but I don't think I like him enough uh, to play him. I think, you know, Brian, Brian Kelleher is just a little bit dangerous where you don't want to go against him unless you're, we know you're pretty decent. Like he can catch guys in chokes. He's got good chokes. Um, he's a little bit crazy. And, and I think this is kind of the perfect next step uh, for Azure. Um, he's looked, he looked really good on contender series. Uh, he, he looks the part. He's got some good wrestling, but I, I don't know. I have a, I have a worry here that he just, he wrestles him right into a guillotine, uh, and he gets choked out here. So I'm, I'm going to pass here. Uh, but I, I was thinking about this one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I pretty much agree with, uh, about everything Lance mm. said, but, mm. but mm. I, 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 I lean oh, more. <laughs> 
<laughs> I, I lean more Kelleher and getting getting him in that bad spot. I'm still not not sold on uh, uh, as you sauce or however the fuck we want to pronounce this, this fucker's guy's name. Um, but yeah, I'm just I'm still not sold. He, he's got a couple okay wins, but just kind of grinding, laying on a guy wins and shit. And uh, like Lance said, Kelleher is that guy that can catch you in a quick choke. Uh, could land something big. Uh, I've I've made some okay money on Kelleher, so. Uh, if I play anything, it'll be a sprinkle on, on the dog in this spot. Okay. Brad? I I got nothing here. I, I, <laughs> I I've never so. seen this guy fight, so I'm not going to pretend like I, I know what I'm talking about on this Come part. on, Brad. You, did, you didn't see him get a unanimous decision against Brad Katona, the, the hyped-up Canadian that defected to <laughs> fucking Fellow Ireland. Brad. Fellow Canadian I, Brad. Sadly, I missed that one. Oh. Brad Katona, that was a pretty big failure that, in the UFC. That was quite, a, quite enjoyable that was for nice, me. That was a nice fade. That was a nice fade. Yeah, yeah I went big yeah. on Mr. Azure in his first fight. Yep. Nice. I did too. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't have much in this fight. I, I think the dog is probably the way to go. Maybe look at uh, Kelleher by uh, sub or something like that, like, uh, like Lance was talking about. But I, I don't want any part of this fight. Yeah, I got Azure. Plus four seventy five. Mm. Boom boom by sub. Zor plus D plus Kelleher C minus. Uh, you know I, I kind of like Kelleher. He's a sneaky little fighter. I do. Uh, you know fights out a pretty good camp out in uh, Long Island. Uh, I kind of like the sub idea too. I think he's pretty crafty there. Good guillotine. Uh, four seventy five is a decent number. All right. Uh, what do we got next? Uh, shoot, I don't even know anymore. Let's see. Uh, Gabriel Benitez has taken on a man. How many first names here, Brad? <laughs> I don't know. I don't speak other languages. Omar Antonio Morales Ferrer. <laughs> God oh, damn. I didn't know who this was, but now it makes sense that he's a pretty big favorite versus my boy Moogly. Moogly, <laughs> Moogly. All right. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not betting this one for sure. I, I was looking at at Moogly just because he was an underdog and he's he's okay. And then I look at this dude's picture and <laughs> Jacks. I mean this dude is so Lance ready. got memorized by those he's abs on Sure Dog. Yeah, that's that is a good point though, because that's not a picture of a thirty four year old man. And that looks no, like a young not. little Phil Baroni, little New York <laughs> badass action. Maybe the uh Phil Brody definitely spent some time in Venezuela when he was younger. Caracas badass. Phil Omar, Brody already left for Fight Island. Morales, Ferrer. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm passing this one. I'm, I'm going to take the Jack dude who looks like a Venezuelan Baroni. You think he's got a big piece? Uh, uh, possibly. I, I, I I I don't know. Uh, Morales is like thirty. He's like one of those uh, thirty-four. One of the one of the dozen thirty mid thirty fucking prospects. Oh, the, co- the contender series, the thirty-four-year-old contender. He's not that good. He's not that good, man. No. Yeah. No. Well, I mean, barely. I remember the mob <laughs> fight. He just he. He's gonna try to got Benitez is is the much better fighter here. Um, just the, this Morales guy is big and could could get him down and lay on him. 
I don't think so, man. I think Benitez is crafty enough to keep this on the feet. He's got way better hands. I'm I'm going to sprinkle on another dog here. I'll, I'll take some Benitez. You know what's weird? I've seen this four name guy fight twice. I've definitely seen him fight twice. Like you don't remember him at all. Couldn't pick him out of a lineup. No recognition. Don't know his name. Don't know his his like the Baroni stuff. He has to look uh, at like seven. He got like seventeen names. Just throw one out there. You'll probably get it. I mean, he went to decision with Ma with with little dong. So that's yeah. I mean, he should be able to finish <laughs> yeah. that guy. Everyone's got a little dong. This dude fought on the Frank Yeager. Korean zombie car. That was not that long ago. I have no recollection of this fella. None. <laughs> That's old that? age, Lance. That's old uh, age. What you got, Brad? Anything? I had some yeah. on this one uh, in that I don't recognize this guy at all. <laughs> that said, I am still going to bet on Benitez in this fight. Do I need to bet Benitez? He's, he's not terrible. Benitez no, terrible. And this guy hasn't fought anybody. Like, he fought the shittiest dude in the UFC. The shittiest and dog. The shittiest the dude on Contender Series. And Harvey no Park. before that in his career. Dong Young Ma. He's a 34-year-old prospect. This line doesn't make sense to me at all. So, I'm betting Benitez, even though I fully admit I have never seen the other guy fight. Dude, look, look at Harvey Park. Look up his record. It's fucking tremendous. It's tremendous. Yeah. Ma's like 16 and 10, and like <laughs> shitty as hell. I, I, and he I'm, 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 I'm picking Benitez, but I, I'm not betting him. I, uh, we're, we're all betting. No, we're betting it. It's in. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> betting him. Fuck that. I'm out. <laughs> I've seen him man. lose. Um, I guess he he really only loses to decent guys, but yeah. I don't know those those abs are are uh, are scaring me away from from betting the underdog. I got yeah, yeah, that Photoshop from two thousand four, Sean. Hey, that's that's fishing, baby. It's got me. It's fine. I'm cool with it. Benitez D plus Ferrer D. Uh, Benitez is like one of the best fighters from that tough Latin America season. Uh, he's he's actually pretty skilled. Um. I think he wins here. Uh, he's just better fighter, better competition. Um, he's also only 31. I think people think he's like 37, but he's actually way younger than most people think. So, um, he's 155 now. Yeah. Yeah. Good price. I, I'm kind of thinking like you take these three fights, the, th- the first three fights on this card, you play all the other dogs, you probably end up ahead. You probably get two out of three. You're probably going to get two out of three. Let's do it. <laughs> you got it. Make uh, this, is, this is Lance. Oh. This is Lance. Break of the cards. Sajara Eubanks taking on Sarah <laughs> more ass. And every time we see her fight, there's more ass. No, why don't we just skip it? Well, wait, no, let's go. It's our. It's, it's, it's goes the decision. Already. Put it I in the parlay. Do it. Yeah. Eubanks. I'm victim breakdown. I go to fight this podcast for 15 minutes, and should, it's a decision. There you go. Should, Done. Should, should Eubanks be like this big of a favorite after losing? Yeah, probably not, but do you really want to have your money on Sarah Morris? I don't want my money anywhere near this shit. Exactly. So just just put those decisions in parley. You don't don't want to know. And we just talked about how we're betting Benitez, even though we've never seen the guy. Yeah, (laughs) but I still don't want no part of this shit. The other guy from the CIA. Lightweight, Michael Johnson, (laughs) taking on Tiago Moises. Michael Johnson, like back the lightweight. Just 
for future reference. You used to go first all the time. No, I was the host, and I used to announce the fights better than you. And then I used to pass it along, and then I would finish off with the recap with my breakdown. You lost that, right? Uh, I can I can go first. Um, yeah, I, I'm just um, <laughs> thank you. I think I think um, I think Michael Johnson is at probably at one point was was a more skilled uh, fighter between these two, but um, I think the guy's about done, man. That losing to Stevie Ray uh, just. Not a good look at this point in his Not career. Not a good loss, man. He's just—he's got a million miles on on his tires at this point, dude. He's been into so many, so many fights, so many wars. Um, I, I don't think much of Tiago Moises. I don't think he's great or anything. Um, but twenty-four years old, he's got to be improving. And I just think Michael Johnson is who he is now, and he's—he's just—he's got too many miles on tires. Up, I, I haven't. Played Moises, he's definitely going to be my pick in this fight. Um, if if the line creeps up anymore, I'll I'll probably take a, a small shot, but uh, definitely going to be my pick. Lance, I think you can go second, right? Well, you want to go fourth? No, I'll go. It's fine. I just don't go first. I, I black out when you're talking, and I forget. <laughs> I don't when you say Lance break this down, or you don't say my name. I don't even know what fight it is. <laughs> You got fucking ADD or ADHD there, Lance. Yeah, like the first fight. He's already going to sleep. It's past his bedtime. Like now. the first fight, Jay was like, what are you thinking? I was like, what fight is this? And I started Googling shit. <laughs> I just don't pay attention enough yeah. to the first. It can't, it can't happen. So um, what you got between Michael Johnson and Tiago Moises? I like my dude MJ here. I think he's I think he's going to box his face. All right, off. enough from Lance. He doesn't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think, so stop talking. Seriously, point, stop talking. Move on. Brad's going with me here. Point, yeah, just gets this to the ground, and I don't think it goes well for Michael Johnson once he gets down there. And even on the feet, like, Michael Johnson, nothing to write home about these days, and Moises isn't too bad. So it's going to be pretty even there. But eventually he gets to the floor, and Moises wraps him up, I think. New Sean. Yeah, I don't want to touch this fight at all either. Uh, I do agree with Brad, though. I think Moises gets the takedowns. Uh, I don't know if he gets a finish, but Michael Johnson has terrible takedown defense. And that loss against D.V. Ray, who is pretty fucking shot himself, is not a good look at all fight. going into this that was fight. was a horrible decision. Horrible decision. That was a good decision. What the fuck are you talking about? What? That was a really bad decision. I think I cashed a plus 265 on that. It looked good to me. <laughs> that was a very... <laughs> That was a very bad decision. We were in Vegas for that. Where I was in West. I mean, all that matters is the money went into my account, right? Right, Lance. That's what you always say. It's very true, but I didn't. I didn't agree with that decision. But I was also drunk at six in the morning, watching fights, and then watched Ben Askren die. So really, Beautiful. I barely watched the fight. Beautiful. Both these guys are C minus in my eyes. It's I don't know how you could trust Michael Johnson at this point. Either fade him or you don't bet it at all. Getting old, too many Mookie performances. I'll take Moises too. Andre Arlovsky taking on Felipe Lenz. Uh, interesting heavyweight fight. Wes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It's um. I, I guess just a, a another another uh, fight where Zombie Arlovsky uh, gets wheeled out into the cage again. Um, yeah, I, I think he's 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 in trouble here, man. It, the, the dude's just about done. I, I just I'm I'm still shocked that Arlovsky's still fighting. We just watched him get fucking torpedoed by by Fedor 
fucking eight, nine, a decade ago, uh, <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago. And the guys, he's, uh, he's still going out there for more. Uh, yeah. I just think at this point, man, uh, Felipe Lenz is just the, the younger, fresher guy. Um, he, he's got some decent power. He's probably going to knock out Arlovsky. And uh, I think I'm probably just going to play him straight, man. Uh, he's, he's good parlay piece, still a pretty good price, but I, I just think I'm going to lay it with Lenz here. I, I think he gets it done, gets it done in a devastating fashion. Lance, you fading Arlovsky, yes or no? Yes, I am. And if you look at Arlovsky, Arlovsky's run, it's quite hilarious. So he's lost, what, four – no contest if you don't count that. So we'll count that as a loss because it was a loss. So he's lost four of his last five, and the one that he won was against Ben Rothwell, which I don't – was that a bad decision? Nothing happened from what I Nothing remember. Happened. Right? Yeah. So we don't count yeah. that. So he's, he's basically lost like six in a row. And then he won two fights in between. The shot fight he won five. He lost five in a row. <laughs> so this dude has lost like twelve out of his last fourteen fights. He keeps hanging around, and I thought Lynn's was pretty damn good in uh, in PFL. And you know he's younger. Uh, he can probably take a, a a better shot. He's definitely more fit, I think, than a lot of heavyweights who are a little bit older. But. I, I, I like Linz. Um I think I think he makes quick work of Arlovsky, and I just don't think Arlovsky has anything left. Okay. Brad, you're the heavyweight guru here. Yeah, there's not really a lot to disagree with there. Arlovsky's UFC run, as fun as it was while it was happening, when you look back on it, it's really unimpressive. And Linz was good in Bellator, good in PFL. He's been good everywhere he goes, whether it's 205 or heavyweight. And even being up at heavyweight, I, I don't think it's going to matter against Arlovsky because that dude is so gun shy at this point and slower than Linz that he's not going to get anything off. So I think this is going to be pretty quick work for Linz. Auto fade Arlovsky, one unit minus 147. I think we're going to have a contest here. I got a nice price. I have both these guys uh, C minus though, but uh, I think this is going to be a good opportunity for Lens. I, I really do. Um, faster, uh, Arlovsky's kind of steady, so like he's been kind of a gatekeeper for like the like the lower part of the division. If you beat Arlovsky, you get to move up to ranked fighters. So I think this is Lens' opportunity. I think he's actually one of those guys who's actually going to get it done, unlike Diaper and some of the other guys that. Um, Arlovsky beat. All right. Uh, main card, we got Carl Roberson taking on Marvin Vittori. I hope this is more entertaining than I think it's going to be, Wes. Yeah, for, for me, this this just comes down to, to, to one thing. Uh, Roberson couldn't stop fucking Lance's son Shane from taking him down. And that dude's like, what, four or five now? So, you better take that uh, from Lance. Yeah, but, uh, but he's got the official form. <laughs> Yeah, he's got it. Got a course into his veins. Look more like Jorgen the Castro. Uh, yes, man. <laughs> yeah, Short I, I, did, I just. Uh, <laughs> I, I also I do like the the improvement we've seen out of uh, out of Vittoria. I think the the kid's gotten pretty good, and uh, definitely his you know uh, his, his clinch game and wrestling's gotten a little bit better. And um, I just think he he takes Roberson down whenever he wants and smashes him and. Um, yeah, I like Vittori. Probably uh, I'm going to look for something to parlay with. Uh, maybe just lay it straight again if, if the line drops a, a tiny bit. Uh, yeah, Vittori here for me. I think he gets it done. 
Lance, do you agree with Wes's wrestling analysis? That Shane will take down Rob Roberson? It improved. Probably. I mean, you would just take it down. Yeah, yeah Ella so. take down Roberson. Oh, Ella was, Ella was badass. So, <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm in agreement for the most part. Just not as confident. Um, Ro- Roberson's a, still a dangerous fighter. Um, he, he, yeah, can, he, he can finish guys. Um, he's, he's, he's the BSG. You know, old school Big guy. Yeah, throwback. Um, so I'm not. I've never been overly impressed by Vittori. I always feel like he does everything okay. Um, he's not a guy that's going to get people out of there. Um, and I, I've just never been been overly impressed with him. But I think he's the most likely winner here. But I think the line's right, so I'm going to be passing on this one. Bradford. Yeah, I think we've sort of had the same idea about. Vittori for a while now, like he came in as, as like a 21 year old or something. You're like, okay, he's got some talent. And if he keeps getting better, then he could be something in the future. And he's just always kind of gotten a little bit better, but not really enough to really break through. So I, I think he gets it done here, but like Lance, there's a, enough of the KO potential for Roberson to stay away. Sean, you're up. When something called Wellington Terman goes four for seven on takedowns <laughs> against guy. you, not a great sign. Uh, that? That's the bad. guy that went four for seven and went to a split decision with fucking Roberson. Sounds like a bad <laughs> yeah, he, he's not. He's not good at all. Uh, I, I think they're both competitive on the feet. Um, uh, Vittori's been pretty good recently. I mean, obviously that Adesanya fight will tell you quite a bit on, on what can happen, uh, or how good he is. Um, I, I, obviously the huge as is the takedown and the lack of defense on, on Roberson. It is a bit scary on the feet. Uh, so I'm not going big or anything. I just have a one unit play on Vittori at minus 160. Yeah, I got a uh, Roberson D plus Vittori C. I think Vittori's really improved over his last few fights. I think he's really found his way in this in this division. Um, he's kind of figured out the cardio as well, which has been a, kind of a knock on him. Um, but he's he's sturdy and solid. Um, he's a guy who's probably going to hang around like twelve to fifteen of the weight class, um, and he's pretty good. Um, Roberson's really just a striker um and doesn't have the tools um outside of that big uh you know pretty big KO power. So I'll take Vittori here, just well rounded better fighter. I think that's a pretty good price. Uh minus he's one. never been finished either, has he? Vittori, no. Um so. minus one sixty is kind of like a nice price sometimes. Um you know you get on like a straight fighter. Like usually like you can get a guy who's like a legit level above someone else at that price range. They went a lot. Guys yeah. in those price ranges went a lot. Roberson sub. That's Wait, let way. me pull up a tweet that I saved about what percentage that means. Oh, shit. Break it down. <laughs> Get the math. Get the calculator out, Brad. This is What's fucking Robert's new information. This is, like, this, is, this is groundbreaking. <laughs> God damn, we're just giving Most of out. his wins are by sub. <laughs> uh, four fights uh, left on the main card. This one should be a, a pretty decent grappling strap. Uh, uh, grappling scrap. Uh, Ray Borg and grappling. Ricky Simone. Unless Ricky wants to get KO'd by Uriah Faber again. That could be the glove. Fuck, that was a bad loss. <laughs> yeah, that was a really bad loss. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't really – I don't agree with the line here at all, man. Um, I, I think I think Borg just – we know how good the guy could be and shit, and he just – I think legitimately had a lot of shit going on in his life, and it seems like he's 
back training pretty consistently now and fighting pretty consistently. And I think Simone's just a, a lot of, you know, a lot of sizzle, no steak, man. The guy's got some flashy shit, but um, when it gets tough and, and shit gets dirty, like board's going to make it. I don't think he's got it, man. I think board gets takedowns at will here. Uh, his wrestling is just far superior to Simone's and, Man, plus one fifty here. I I I gotta take Borg. If this is one of those, if I if I'm wrong, then then just prove that I'm wrong and I'll I'll take the loss. But Borg at plus one fifty here is just an absolute must play for me. Lance, Lance so you got? Are you gonna, are you gonna bet <laughs> Borg? Yeah, Say my name. That's I, what if I, I don't want to talk over people. Um, I I love Borg here. I, you know, I echo everything that that Wes said. This is the uh, the Bear Jew Munich play of the week. Um, <laughs> it's something new I'm starting. Oh. you know, just so yeah, I, I like him here a lot. I think he's he's so he's gonna be a little undersized at 135, but his quickness and his takedowns and how well he transitioned once he gets in the ground. Um, I, I don't think the size is going to be an issue unless he's facing some just like badass wrestler. And Simone is not that. And I've never understood, uh, Simone's lines in general. Like I'm pulling it up now, but like I always feel like there's some weird fucking lines in that guy that like just don't make sense. And I don't think he's, I don't think he's all that great. And I, I think Borg is just, he's just a better fighter here and he's going to take him down. He's gonna beat him up. He's gonna he's gonna put him in some bad spots. I don't know if he's gonna get the finish, but I, I really really like Ray Borg here. So this is my biggest play in the card. All right, Bradford, is it your biggest play too? I don't know. That's my biggest play, but I definitely like Borg in this one. Um, yeah, Simon has just never really been impressive, even going back to the the, the regional days. Coming up, he's always got himself in a lot of trouble spots. Uh, and I, I think that Borg is the type of guy that he doesn't have a ton of finishes lately. But throughout his career, he's been able to, to really latch on to some subs, to, um, especially taking guys' backs, which Simon gives up a lot. So I can see uh, Ray Borg getting a sub here. But even if he doesn't, I think he's going to win scrambles in control position <clears throat> uh, in order to win. I sound like I've got the Rona. Damn uh, in, in order to win a, at least a position in this one. So I'm playing Ray Borg plus 150. Yeah, I think this is going to be a fun scrambling fight. Um, both these guys don't have the greatest takedown defense, and and both of them like to actually go for takedowns. So uh, I do think Borg will, will probably end up on top for, for longer than Simon. Um, I haven't played Borg, but, uh, I definitely think he's, uh, he's definitely the play in this. I, I like Go's decision a lot more. Uh, I think it's just going to be a lot of scrambling, a lot of wrestling. And, and once they get sweaty, it's going to be hard to lock in any subs. So I, uh, I put that with the Eubanks over for two units at plus 112. I have both these guys a C minus. My my it, my concern with Borg is that he's so inconsistent. He goes from fight to fight, and you never really know what he's going to bring. But I do like the angle about the sub for Borg. I think that's I think that's pretty intriguing. Um, it's it's at plus nine twenty five at some places. I mean, that's a huge oh. number. Uh, huge number. Um, you know, Simone definitely Jesus. gives up his back like, pretty, you know, a pretty good rate, and that's really Borg's bread and butter is finding the back and going for rear naked. That's what he does. So that price is super high. Um, I think that's a nice potential scalp. I mean, that's that's a, that price is probably about double what it should be. 
Might have to hedge. Indeed. <laughs> That's yeah. High. So uh, Drew Dober and uh, Alex Hernandez. I think this could potentially be fight of the night. How about that, Wes? Yeah, yeah. This this could get uh, this could get pretty good. Um, yeah. Although I think like Hernandez is is probably the slightly more talented guy here. Um, man, Drew Dober lately is just a tough fucking out for some guys, and and uh, he's 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 pulling off some wins lately that he. You know the at least his last one that he he probably shouldn't have, have pulled out and just uh, pro- may, maybe his best performance he's ever had. Um, I, I do lean Hernandez here. I just I, I just think he's a, a little bit more more well rounded than Dober. Uh, definitely more uh, dynamic fighter, uh, younger guy, fresher guy. Um, seemed to get you know a little more um, a little more focus. Maybe um, you know lost a little of that overconfidence he had after getting destroyed by a Cowboy. So. Um, I, I lean him in this fight. Um, I, I just, man, it, it's is one that that's probably one of the hardest on the card to pick for me. I just Dober Dober worries me. That that guy's a really fucking tough out now. Uh, I, I know. I, I think I I heard that um, Hernandez might be in MMA play, so um, that that <laughs> might uh, swing swing your thinking a little bit. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Is he, I do, is he I being do. played by a certain Canadian, though? That's the real question. I, I do lean uh, Hernandez, uh, but, man, it's it's hard to bet against Drew Dober right now, especially when I don't think you're way, way better than him. Um, I, I tried to find ways to to bet Dober, but I, you usually want to bet Dober when he's like a two-to-one dog to somebody that – Wes is trying that, to talk himself know. into a bet here, but he <laughs> – <laughs> I, I can't do it. It's so close, man. I, I I'm having a hard time even picking a winner here, but I, I'm I'm leaning Hernandez right now, so that's a pick. Lance, you want to yeah. talk him into something? Well, I'm I, I'm with Wes on this one. Like to me, this is not just because the line's close, but this is a tough fight. And I think when I first started looking at the lines, I was like, damn, Alex Hernandez at even money. Like that's some crazy <laughs> shit. Like this is a a good fighter. Like he's had some some big ass wins, but I don't know. I got I just got this gut. That Dober is gonna yep. just clean him. Like I, I was on Dober against Najrat last fight, and Dober was like plus two fifty, and I thought it was just a shocking line, just because Dober's got this weird short power, and Hernandez is a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> he's either inactive or he's putting himself in some shit. And I don't know, man. Hernandez's last two fights were bad. Like, he gets his shit kicked in by Cowboy, and then he faces Grandpa Tavaldo and he's here to throw a punch. And I'm, I'm not I'm not touching this one at this point. Dober's up to, like, minus 120 or something like that, and I can't argue with it. I, I really can't. I mean, Dober Dober seems like he's found something. And unless he's facing a guy that can take him down and, and easily out-grapple him, like, Dober's a dangerous motherfucker. I don't, I don't think her – I think that win over Darius was more of a, a one-off than what Hernandez is real about. Listeners are asking if the Canadian cooler is on uh, Dober. That's that's <laughs> the one thing. A lot of things change with uh, the world right now. The one thing that doesn't change is is the Canadian cooler mushing damn near everything he touches. He got he gave he Jacare Jacare COVID. fucking COVID. <laughs> he gave it to him. <laughs> Oh, in three and COVID. You know? Over like yeah. the past couple of years, that man's like hurt Aaron Rodgers for a season, giving guys fucking <laughs> Corona. Like, he's, he's a bastard. Dude, the best part was earlier in the day. So he always goes away and then he comes back. And he starts sending these tweets about how bankroll management and discipline are super important. <laughs> and this is <laughs> like, 
And then, like, later that night, he, he's, like, 0-3 at the time. And he tweets, I'm fucking tilting right now. I was like, this is bad. When are you not? When are you and then, not? And then the next day, I think I'm taking a break. <laughs> and oh, repeat. Like, he, he has to know again. the future to be that wrong all the time. He's got this sports book. He's got the opposite of this sports book. He's got the, all, the wrong all I've never, Yeah, I've never all ever the results seen results wrong. Like yes. <laughs> I've never seen anything like it. Thankfully, you couldn't mush Gaethje. That's the only thing that mattered. Gaethje's too crazy to get mushed. That's right. (laughs) What do you got, Brad? Um, Is Drew Dober, like, up until maybe this fight, the most underrated guy from a line perspective in the UFC ever? He's been one, yeah. Dude, plus 250 against Nasrat. <laughs> like, like he's plus two fifty plus three hundred against everybody. The buzz mm-hmm. Or like at best, he this is pretty close to to one of his best lines. He's been a favorite a couple times, but I don't know. I I just think he's the steadier guy here and and gets it done. And yeah, I I've never been impressed by Hernandez. He landed a, a couple big shots, but I, I didn't think he was great. Um, other than the the own performance, and I don't think he does that to somebody like Dober that's not going to tire out and just sit on the bottom the whole time. Hmm. New Sean. I don't have a good read on either of these guys. Uh, I think I've lost money in the last three Hernandez fights. I faded him against <laughs> Ohm, which was dumb, and then I bet him against Cerrone and then lost money, which I should have won against Trinaldo. That was kind of fucked up. Grandpa Trinaldo deserves better. Uh, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and and then I lost against fucking Hackbarast. I got a, a really good number on that one. So uh, I have no clue what's going to happen in this fight. Uh, Dober can can pull out that that short right that he uh, somehow lands uh, against guys. So that that could happen. I'll I'll pick him. Is that body? He's like all upper body. He looks like yeah. He's, it's like, he's very stocky. It's, a, it's like they started building the lab and then like forgot about his legs. He skipped late day. <laughs> Yeah, non traditional MMA uh, body for sure. You got, uh, you got that gym body, Uncle Richard Jr. Yeah, I got I got both guys a C plus. I think this is an interesting fight. Um, I think Dober's probably at his highest confidence. I think at this point of his career, I think if you're looking to bet the fight like right out of the gate, I think you'd feel more confident with your money on Dober just based on recent performances. I think you'd have to go in and feel like fairly confident. I think with Hernandez, like yeah, he's talented. It could certainly win the fight, but. I don't think you'd be going in like, hmm, I, I'm really comp, you know, I got confidence that, that Hernandez could win. Um, I think the better play is probably just to wait two minutes and, and see how each of these guys look. I think there could be a good live betting opportunity in this battle. But, um, if I have to pick one, I'm going to pick Dober. All right. Uh, co-main event. This should be sloppy and interesting. Osp moving yeah. up to heavyweight to take on my dude, big Ben Rothwell. Uh, yeah. Interesting. All right. Wes. Yeah, this this is just I, I don't I don't know what to make of this fight, man. Um OSP up at heavyweight. Um I, I just I, I feel like if Rothwell is just a tiny bit more aggressive and, and pushes the fight than he than he usually does, uh OSP just loves to back up to the cage and lay there and Rothwell could hold him there and beat up on him for as long as he wants. Uh, would I be shocked if OSP pulls off something stupid on Rothwell and gets some kind of crazy choke when they're on the mat or something? No. Uh, 
but I think you probably got to like Rothwell here as a dog. Um, he's just going to be so much bigger. Like I said, if he does anything remotely pushing the fight and getting it to the cage, he could, uh, he could hold their, uh, OSP there for as long as he wanted. Um, I think the over is probably good too. I think this is kind of just Rothwell hanging on him and holding on him and just tapping him up for 15 minutes. I could see it getting really slow and ugly. So, uh, lean Rothwell having better yet, uh, hoping that just some OSP money comes in and get a little bit better price and might, might sprinkle on the over. I think it's like around even money right now as well. I know Lance really doesn't mind, uh, Tennessee losing. I mean, he, he, I think he kind of cherishes those moments when he's, here's oh. the, you know, that Rocky Top song and gets to see him actually. Yeah. You know, we went to that card where he was main eventing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yes, lover. And he hurt Glover, but then Glover found the way. Yeah. yeah he, it was it was typical Glover. He got he got punched in the face a bunch, got hurt, and then out of nowhere he's half dead, lands a takedown, and then chokes you out. That's like that's the garage <laughs> way way to do shit. That's the garage um, weight special. I think man, like the size difference in this one is like OSP's, you know, he's not short. Like he, he's not a short guy. He was he was tall for light heavyweight, but he's not an overly big guy. And when he does clinch, like Rothwell is just a big fucking human. Like that's just that's just a big dude. And like big, OSP, strong guy, he's a big strong guy, and he's built like he's he's got that like Midwest strong. And like I, I I don't know, he's just he's a he's a big fucking mean guy, and. You know, you would think Rothwell is is way older. He's been around forever, but he's about the same age as OSP. And I know Rothwell has been in some wars and he's had, you know, a crazy career and everything, but I think this is just a bad idea for OSP. Like he is not a heavyweight. He is a he's a he's a skinny little fella and Rothwell's a big, mean Wisconsin fucker and I just think he's gonna fucking big brother his ass. I think he's gonna push him against the cage. I think he's gonna hit him and it wouldn't even shock me if he catches OSP and puts him out. Okay. Brad? I think I'd be a little bit surprised if he knocked him out in this one. I shockingly wouldn't be surprised if it was a submission, though, because he's got all those weird guillotines and stuff that he does once yeah, he gets into the clinch. And, and he right? really likes to to fall into clinches a lot of times. That's a good point. He's trying to, to throw strikes at people. So um, I, I think so. there's going to be a, a lot of clinch and... That uh, that subline we were just talking about the Borg one, but this one's plus twelve fifty. Ooh, yeah, what's that? Jesus, that's uh, worth fourteen hundred at William Hill. I can see. Are that. we gonna have to have another Nashville kind of everybody on this this sub fucking? Uh, <laughs> <bit here? laughs> we should have won that. Jared, Jared Russell, right? right? Yeah, yeah we're gonna that. have to go. Yeah, this is. Yeah, and we I, did. I called that. it by by keylock, and he uh, <laughs> yeah. can had it too. I, I think we might all have to have one here because, yeah, that's kind of a crazy line. That's wild. All right. Yeah, Sean, so that, that's what I'm looking at. Yeah, this is – it's a weird fight. Uh, all all those things are, are correct. He's he's going to outweigh him by a lot. Um, that being said, he was not doing well against Stefan Struve not that long ago. And, and that's in – 
That's in 2019. And he lost to a decision against Andre Olovsky in 2019. Like, uh, I, I definitely can't bet, uh, Rothwell. He, he just doesn't do anything really. Um, and OSB has a weird style that seems to hypnotize some people. Um, but yeah, I can, I can get, uh, Rothwell at sub at plus 1400. I might have to sprinkle on that, but. I'll, uh, Josh Barnett. Not a lot of guys can say that. That's very, very true. So, uh, I'll, I'll pick Roswell just being the underdog and bigger guy and, and might sprinkle on that sub. Both guys, uh, D plus. Um, uh, I mean, you're right about Rothwell. He's definitely, he's not the same guy that knocked out the ream, uh, and was not too far away from a, a title shot. I've, he had JDS in a main event. If he won that, he probably was getting a title shot at that point, but different guy now. Uh, but now he's facing St. Prue, light heavyweight. Uh, St. Prue really can't take a big punch either, uh, to be candid. Uh, Rothwell, you know, still hits pretty darn hard. He's a definition of a big, strong guy. Uh, and he's pretty dangerous. Uh, you know, clench, uh, has weird subs, has some power. Uh, St. Prue is a mook. Uh, that's what he's been his entire career. So I'll take, I'll take Rothwell. I like the sub prop too. I think if you try the Rothwell and, uh, uh, who were we talking about before? Borg sub props? I think one of those two wins. I think that's a winner. One of those two def- I think one of those two wins. Borg or Rothwell by sub. That's a, they're both like what around what, plus 1,000 each or so. So. Borg sprinkles, yeah. Yep. Agreed. And throw them together too because oh, you're probably yep. a degenerate. <laughs> yep. All right. Main event. We've been waiting for it. We got Anthony Smith coming into Jacksonville, Florida, taking on the true coronavirus weight, garage weight champion of the world, the master of the garage, the master of training in quarantine, Glover Tashera. And the pride of Danbury, Connecticut. The one in Almer. <laughs> Barry, Kansas dad's hometown. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Glover Tashera. All right, Wes, you can start this one off. Yeah, I think we've all been talking about this and kind of uh for a know, year. We've been waiting on this very we've been waiting on this very moment for, for Glover's <laughs> since we saw the countdown show of him in the garage and the fucking garbage can back ice baths. It was for this moment. It was for this moment right here. Man's got the same. Those twelve-year-olds are now fucking twenty-year-olds, and they are bodies. They are bodies. He's actually bodies he can fight. They are bodies in the garage. All of them, same fucking atmosphere. How they many? They all, how many? How many uh, garbage truck guys you think he's brought into that into that garage? Did you see the size of those garbage cans he takes ice baths in? Those ain't bought at a Lowe's, dog. That's knowing somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like he's had he's had some partners up there training for this moment. This is his fucking time. Uh there's no better time for the garage weight champ. Uh all, all seriousness, I like I like Glover in this fight, man. Um I'm Anthony Smith is, you know, decent, all well and good, has had uh, his run. Man, he's kind of like Ortega in my mind a lot. He's he gets fucked up so much, pulls something off. Um ends up getting win, pulling, snatching victories when he really shouldn't. And I think Glover's still criminally underrated, man. Even now at 40, um, the guy hits like a truck. 
And his wrestling is so good, man. He gets guys down and smashes them. I see that happening here. I think Glover gets some takedowns. I get. I think he gets on top of Anthony Smith and he smashes him. Um, I don't. I don't think uh, Glover should be this big of a dog, but it seems like he is almost every fight now. And the guy keeps winning fights and cashing at forty years old and quarantine with those twenty-year-olds uh, now. Ice baths in those fresh garbage cans. <laughs> right, it's the garage weight champs time, baby. Uh, give me some Glover as a dog. Yeah, I if you can't if you can't wrestle, then you really aren't going to beat Glover. And Glover, you've seen so many of his fights recently, more when he got older, right? That he takes a beating, and then his wrestling is just good enough when he's half unconscious to get guys <laughs> to the ground. And it's like you got the the Kudalaba fight, the Roberson fight, the Serkinov fight, like fights he was he was in trouble, like he got hurt bad, and then he just gets a leg. And then he somehow finishes. I bet his takedown defense when he's half on, or his takedown accuracy when he's half unconscious is like a hundred percent. It's like he just like turns into like a fucking national champion wrestler. And when you look at his losses, it's all to good wrestlers like Corey Anderson, Anthony Johnson, Phil Davis, John Jones, and like Gus. That's just that was just too much there. But like he he beats guys, and I think this is gonna be the same. Anthony Smith comes out, he throws wild punches, he connects, he's got good power. Um, but his takedown defense isn't good. So I, I see Anthony, you know, I think Anthony Smith catching him a little bit. Uh, I think he hits him and I think Glover gets a takedown and I think Glover finishes this fight. I think he's, I think he submits Anthony Smith or, or knocks him out with some ground impound. And, and there's no also telling with Anthony Smith, like he had that traumatic, uh, you know, home break in and all that shit. And like, oh, he yeah. couldn't beat up a fucking burglar. <laughs> yeah, dude. He said like his wife flashed behind, you know, his, his wife flashed before his eyes and like, if that shit would have happened to Glover, the dude would have dropped Glover. <laughs> then Glover would have taken him down and beaten him up. Like, Glover's made for this shit. And I think Wes made the most important point earlier is those 12-year-olds are now 20. <laughs> <laughs> those are good training partners. The they are peaking right now. <laughs> he's finally, like, you know, this win streak he's had the last couple of years, he's won three in a row. That's when all those 12-year-olds, like, turned 18 and they were legal. <laughs> men, fucking men. Body. <laughs> like, they're hanging out in the garage loft. That's where they sleep, bro. Yeah, like, this yeah. dude, this dude, there's this quote I saw from Glover. I forget exactly what it was, but he was talking about how he went to the UFC Performance Institute and it really helped him and his training camps are really brutal. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be tough to fight in an eight-foot an eight foot by eight-foot garage. Well, it's like when everyone else is struggling right now. Like, work from home is tough, man. You don't get out. You don't see people. Like, Glover just he, – he, like, time to go to work, you just fucking walk downstairs. <laughs> he goes right through the kitchen. Right through the like, kitchen. It's, it's right in this environment. Like, I get it. This happened to me right now. There's no separation from work and, and home, so it's just tough for Glover. <laughs> But man, he's he's built for this shit. Everyone else is struggling. He's driving. It was just tough for Glover. It's literally <laughs> he's been doing it forever. He, That's there. why it's tough. Yeah, it's tough the for dedication. everyone else. Anthony is, is yeah. training from home with burglars. Like Glover's yeah. got a team. Got a squad. <laughs> burglars that he can't knock out. Apparently, yeah. <laughs> like that. Like yeah, I don't get it. Like if you got what the if Glover. Sent the burglars to Anthony Smith's house oh, to get shit. him to train with some people, see where he was at with his game. Yeah, the intel. I think some covert shit going on. Yeah, so I think I... he's just on another level. You, yep. you definitely you got to side with Glover here. And we were talking a minute ago about that Nashville card that we were at. 
this is going to be the exact same fight. Oth part him in that fight, and then Glover took him down. And then he got up, and Oth part him again, and Glover took him down. That It's going to happen a couple times in this fight, where Anthony Smith hurts him, he gets a takedown, and one of the times, he's just going to pound him out or get a sub. Glover's winning this. It's over. Garage weight champ, baby. I know the game plan. I'm in the corner. All of his fights are exactly the same. He literally gets hurt, just about finished, and then wins the fight. Every fight. It's insane. Yep. All right, new Sean. Yeah, I gotta agree. Uh, Glover was born for this shit. This is some this is some Bane type shit. Um, he <laughs> like like you guys have said. He, he gets hit. He gets a little hurt, but that's that's how you know it's a it's a Glover fight. Um, Anthony Smith has his decent hands, but uh, I think Glover can take anything he throws. And and Anthony Smith is very. He seems to just like. All of a sudden, guys, he's fighting get tired, and then he just capitalizes. Glover doesn't have an amazing cardio, but he's got pretty good cardio for 205. Um, so I, I don't think that'll happen. I, I think he'll be able to get him down. Uh, I don't know if he'll be able to get a sub. Anthony Smith actually has some pretty good, good sub defense. So hopefully Glover doesn't fuck around and try for that shit and just pounds him out, because I think that's his uh, path to victory. So I took him for two units, and I got uh, plus 155. It's good. Good plus money on the the garage weight champion. Yeah, I rate Anthony Smith. I rate Anthony Smith at B, Glover C plus. Uh, but that's under normal times. I mean, during this time, I mean, Glover's kind of like on like uh, if you're playing like NBA Jam and you get like one of those like turbos, and now the guy could dunk from half court. That's like kind of Glover and coronavirus. Yeah, exactly. So that it's kind of an interesting fight because there is a scenario where like Anthony Smith like wipes the floor with Glover in like thirty seconds. I feel like Glover gets dropped in the first round in almost every single fight. And sometimes he gets finished, like, rarely. I think, I mean, Rumble is obviously one example. But he gets dropped in every fight, and it's, like, super dangerous to bet him. Um, but then the Glover, like, you, like Glover typically recovers, finds his way to a takedown, and then finds a way to, to, to a submission. Um, I think there's, like, a like if you're going to bet Glover here, I think he wins by sub. He's not winning a decision over five rounds. There's just It's just not happening. I think Glover by sub is plus four fifty. Certainly a bettable play. I mean, this Anthony is the tout play of the week, kids. Yeah. Glover sub, Ro- uh, Rothwell sub, Borg, Borg sub, sub, all a That's the bookie banger. COVID and Anthony Smith by in the first round is plus three hundred. I mean, I think that has a possibility too. But uh, but Glover by sub is pretty good. Uh, I, I like to juju around Glover. I, I, would you play. would you do that parlay, Brad, or the the one you're probably going to have to pay for that's going to have Eubanks in a parlay? Mm. <laughs> I would do ours. <laughs> so I was, you, you know, that play is going to be all over a certain website. There's yeah. probably going to be like four out of the seven <laughs> touts on there that's got Eubanks straight. It's a yeah. fucking auto win, bro. She's minus three eighty. Of course, she's going to win. So I was looking at Sherdog and Glover's camp literally is uh it's Glover MMA or Shara <laughs> MMA and Fitness. Love it. And I went I went to the website What's for Shara MMA and Fitness and it says owned and operated by professional MMA fighter Glover to Shara. To Shara MMA and Fitness offers a friendly community atmosphere. <laughs> a fucking garage is very friendly. Yeah, what's, what's what's less friendly than going to your neighbor's house, everybody having beers and watching guys roll around on, on mats? I mean, nothing so, more friendly than that. It seems probably, like they're community-oriented. So he actually has, like, a space now, and you've got to look up the picture. It's, like, in this random, like, 
almost abandoned shopping center, and it's he's in a strip mall. Yeah, it's into Shara MMA Fitness, and then next door is called Medical Home Care, and then the other place in the shopping center is a store, and the store's name is Hardware. Well, I'm looking at the map. Let's say just Hardware. Hardware. Now that the now that the twelve year olds are twenty, they can leave the house and shit. It's a hardware store. Whoever can take them over to. You see the map. It just says hardware store. There's no name. It just says hardware. (laughs) It's just hardware. Fucking garage weight champ. There's two minivans parked next to each other, and there's a Hummer on the other side. That's the the 20-year-olds driving their mom's minivan over to fucking train. There's also six wheelbarrows lined up next to each other. uh, (laughs) Oh, you know they're fucking putting weights in that. That's weight training, baby. (laughs) That's weight training. (laughs) There's a a house across the street. I'm pretty sure that's Glover's house. Oh, that's great. (laughs) (laughs) What a champion. Hardware. Stony something road. Where is this? Bethel, Connecticut. Connecticut. Yeah, Danbury's own. What's your What's your gym next to, dog? Uh, it's next to hardware. Hardware. You know, Pete's hardware. hardware. Uh, just yeah. hardware. Just hardware. Right down the street from Danbury. Yep. Look at. Dude, I want to see the instructors. Instructors. Glover. It's just Glover. It's right. fucking Glover. Magulies. Kyle Magulies. Is it? Oh shit. No. Oh no. <laughs> I'm looking at the instructors. I got to look. There's some guy named Killers Moda. I think this is worse than the garage. It's the pit east, baby. The pit northeast. This is not a good website. Adult Hawaiian Kempo, adult BJJ, cardio. That's what I'm saying. Fucking Kempo. That's the pit, baby. That's right. Hawaiian Kempo. Yep, this is tremendous. It's dangerous. Back oh. in the day, Chuck used to use that Hawaiian Kempo eye poke. That's his go-to move. So the most recent YouTube video from Tashera MMA and Fitness, it's titled "At Home Work." Yes, <laughs> That's fucking. We yeah. are we are the leading innovators in your at home yeah. training. Oh, I don't know. been doing. It this. was also the only video, and it was posted in 2015. <laughs> Did you look at the photo section of the website and look at the the? Oh my god, the picture of the team. There's one kid who looks like he's like 12 years old. He might be. He might be part of the team. Hey, they move him up the ranks, man. You start when you're young, there. I can't no, believe that. So young. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, if he's getting an internship, you know, apprentice. Free. Well, that, was that was a fun show, guys. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was. What's, that was what's the next stuff. thing after this? I guess I'll be back on, on Thursday or Friday for another. Unless we do, uh, you know, maybe some of us will be here on Wednesday. Maybe we'll do some live chatter for. I the, think we uh, can. Yeah, I think we can. Maybe I'm I'm down for that. We'll probably be doing. We would be doing a we'll Zoom add some anyway. other people. Yeah, maybe we'll add some people. Uh, yeah, you know, bring support. Jeremy over. If some of the listeners uh, of the show are interested in uh, doing a, you know, participating with us in a live chat, uh, you know, tweet to the the MMA analysis Twitter handle, and perhaps we can add you into that uh, conversation. So Wednesday night main card. Yeah. It would be like doing a Zoom chat for work at nine at night. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it wonderful? <laughs> Sweet. Uh, You're assuming uh, our listeners work. Stop. Don't, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 
Closing us out, closing us out, Jay. Or what are you doing? Yeah, here? That's it. I think well, I, I thought that was it. I mean, it's betting on time. betting on Glover in, 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 in pandemic is one of my is probably my favorite consensus <laughs> bet of the last year. Win or lose, I love it, and we'll talk about it on Wednesday. We'll we'll see you then. <laughs>